You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. The Tuesday edition of Game Time Decisions Radio, Red Heat and Rage. I am Rage, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, sitting alongside the Raging Redhead Camp Stewart, who absolutely torched the National Hockey League uh, last night. Uh, Cam told us that he liked all four home teams. All four home teams were victorious uh, last night. A monster parlay for the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Thanks, buddy. Don't have very many nights like that, Gabe. They're few and far between. I got a, a text from you, know, you and Steam Shrimps, and at the time, the Sharks were, uh, it was 1-1 versus the Ducks, and then they just scored seven unanswered goals. It was one of those nights, man. It was unbelievable stuff. Uh, yeah, that parlay with all the home teams, it paid 18-1, uh, to 1, and then I paid uh, one with a couple totals in there, too. The Leafs-Boston over 5.5 with Nashville-Colorado over 5.5. Pecorine, not so good for Nashville. He got the pull. He got yanked. If you look up the word implosion in the dictionary, you'll see a picture of the Anaheim Duck hockey team. Oh, it's unbelievable. As uh, the Ducks, you can't say the Ducks are gutless or heartless. The Ducks are just imploding. And they really are just like as stupid as a bag of pucks, uh, this hockey team. But you talk about it, and we've talked about it in the past. The Anaheim Ducks, they don't really have... They don't really have any young stars. They don't have any young no. talent. Other than Raquel? Yeah. He's like, yeah, Ricard Raquel's their guy. And then what do you have? Corey Perry, who's a ghost. He hasn't been an effective hockey player in a while. Like, he's just, uh, to be honest with you, regressing at a huge pace. Getzlaff can't do it by himself. The defense, i got to tell you, too, when I'm watching the, the new hockey teams like Vegas, they're fast. They're speedy. They're so quick. Anaheim game? San Jose is skating circles around them. It's almost like an American Hockey League team versus a National Hockey League team. The Anaheim Ducks' foot speed could be the, the worst in the National Hockey League. Yeah, the it's Ducks, slow. They're the, in quicksand. The Ducks look old. Real and quick. They just don't get it. They just continuously take penalty after penalty they do. after stupid. penalty. And they're more concerned with elbowing somebody or landing that big shot, getting revenge from an earlier hit earlier in the game than they are actually paying attention to the scoreboard. They just kept burying themselves. They're in quicksand, and and now they're done. The Toronto Maple Leafs uh, step up with a big win against the Boston Bruins, and suddenly there's a series uh, there as there, the Leafs are down 2-1. to one and, uh, There is. Got confidence. There is, but I, I, li- I like the way the forwards are, but Boston, the chances they had at the end of that game came. Like i got to be honest. It was a shooting gallery there. Anderson was br- not very good early, huge in the third. I hate to say it. Boston still could have won that, like won that game easily. They they're yeah, all but, over but these they guys. Didn't. No, but I'm just telling you the. I know they didn't. They didn't. We were on the Leafs. The Leafs and defense the Leafs, looks the Leafs, concerning. The oh. Leafs will be getting Kadri back in in what another two games? No, he's missed. Yeah. He's missed two games now. So one more to go. One more to go. Yeah. He'll be back in the next game after this game. So if they can win and it's two two and he's coming back, then it's a best two of three and at least uh, they they have a full team. Uh, once again, but Boston looks like the better team. They do. Yeah, let's, they do. Let's... The Leafs won the game, but Boston. But we all know, it. man, hockey is a lot like life. It's not fair. It doesn't really matter if you're nope. the best, right? Nope. You said it. You said it. Look at La- look at Las Vegas up three nothing. They can end LA tonight. They can they can sweep these guys. Very tough games uh, this evening. I, I know the last night's board would look a hell of a lot better. I'm kind of nervous to pull the trigger tonight. You know, we're into um, you know we're into could be sweeps mode. 
Yeah. You know, who's going to bounce gonna back mode? These are, you know, these are the tough games uh, tonight in the National Hockey League. Uh, interesting night of action uh, coming up. The Washington Capitals uh, being the gutless chokers uh, that they are. Uh, they're only plus 110. They're, the series is on the line here. And even the Washington Capitals, they win this game. They're back in the series uh, right now. They've got to steal the serve back. Um, as the Columbus Blue Jackets broke serve twice, they've got to they've got to win this game uh, this evening. They're plus one ten. That's a really tricky one right there. Very tricky. The line opened up at uh, Columbus a buck forty three. I'm seeing like yeah a buck thirty. People are taking Washington. Kind of a disrespect for Columbus at home, a team that was really good down the stretch. I'll tell you if this line sinks any lower, I, I want an excuse to take the Capitals to make it a series. But who's to say? Columbus isn't getting much respect as a home team in this game. And last night, you know, I think, you know, and listen, you know, you, you're the one who should be giving the advice. You nailed all the four teams last night, but I, night. I, <laughs> I did like, listen, I was on the Leafs. I did well yeah. in the hockey, too. Yeah. I just did. I wasn't smart enough to parlay it. <laughs> That's what I'm doing now. Like anybody, remember, we used to do those big 50s. The thing is, we know so many guys when they click. You just look at your account, and that's the difference between winning like a couple hundred bucks and like close to a thousand. Yeah, but you've got to right? do it every night yeah. if you're going to play the part. That's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to do a lot. I I do a lot of round robins, and last night I just put like a, a four and a five team uh, parlay together. But I like the San Jose Sharks last night, even though they were up two nothing. And you know, in some of these, I, I'm just saying basically, you almost have to not really worry about what the series yep. price is, and just look at the actual game itself instead of thinking, "Wow, oh no, there's no way." that Washington's going to go down 3 nothing. They could very easily. Yeah, it seems improbable before the series started that uh, Columbus would be up 3 nothing. But if Columbus get up by a goal or two tonight, I mean, how does Washington just not fall apart? They're starting Hopi this evening. Yeah, which is a smart move. Should have done it a while ago. But I'll tell you one game. I initially, I'm looking at the Jets going, how are these guys going to lose I got to be honest with you. The more I look at this line, the more That's a I'm tough actually, game. actually I'm thinking about taking Minnesota for a lot of reasons. Uh, Tyler Myers, the, one of the Jets' big tough defensemen, is probably not going to be coming back yeah, in this game. He's not playing. All their other guys got rocked in the game. Nick uh, Felino on uh, Minnesota basically killed half of those guys. He he threw like 20 checks. Winnipeg looked a little bit shaky in that game. Hello, Buck. How is he going to respond? Dubnik at home. The thing about the Minnesota Wild is they're lethal at home, and this game right now is a pickup. So. I, I look for an excuse. I believe in the Jets, but I'm a little bit worried on the back end, Gabe. They might be in big trouble. Minnesota's a whole different team at home. And you got Vegas and the Los Angeles Kings uh, this evening. The LA Kings are minus 130 uh, in this game. I want to take the Kings Looking so to tonight. avoid the sweep. This is an interesting series. Vegas are up three games to none, but anybody who's watched it, and I've actually watched all three games too, buddy. of this series, it's been incredibly close. Like it the has Kings, been. The Kings are cursed. They just get screwed. You know, they don't get uh, – they can't get any breaks. Marc-Andre Fleury's playing great. Now, let's not kid ourselves. Jonathan Quick's keeping them He games. is, because Las Vegas comes out in flurries. They're really quick, man. But they've been in every yeah, damn game for sure. in this series. They were leading the last game one it to nothing with apart. a couple minutes left. They Don't lost let... another one of them yeah. in overtime. Double overtime. Yeah, <laughs> double overtime. Like, and they I lost know. another one, one of the one nothing. Exactly. <laughs> so, so this like, game, the idea, like, it, like, it, it almost been with breaks yeah. could have been 3 nothing L.A. Exactly. Like, I, I can feel their frustration. I saw Drew Doughty when he skated oh, he, off the he, ice. And oh, he, he is so pissed. It's, know. you know, but I know the feeling, man. Life can be like that. You know, you're close to success, uh, but they keep moving the goalpost on you. Yep. And everything just keeps coming up Vegas this year. Everything, and I can see the same thing happening tonight. The Kings are playing well, and then boom, they end up losing three two or something in a heartbreaker. No, a lot of people and like Vegas moves on. I think a lot of people are going to bet Vegas tonight. I think I'm going if I'm betting this game, I'm taking the Kings. 
I think this is one thing for personal pride with the type of guys they have on their team. Imagine this expansion team sweeping you. I think there's enough guys on their team to actually who give a shit about their team, I and I think they're going to show up. I actually think all three home teams in the play actually again tonight. I'm probably a day late. To <laughs> sure I love you, buddy. You know what? I'm thinking the exact yeah, same thing. But the thing is, I'm thinking the exact same no, thing. Last night it was juicier yeah. because you had Colorado oh. and you had New Jersey. Yeah, you, we had dogs who are like with two legs and rabies. Like, I just added it up right yeah. now. It's only plus 5'11". Columbus, Blue Jackets, Minnesota Wild, LA Kings. But, you know, you and I talk about this, and we had a lot of success reading between the lines when we were capping NBA regular season games. You've got to look at the lines here and – you know, I'm you're, I'm playing into the numbers. I mean, the Columbus Blue Jackets minus one thirty on home ice. I don't believe in the Washington Capitals. Like it's not enough. Yeah. Like for me to have faith to take the Capitals, I need plus one fifty tonight. I don't like what the what we were getting on Colorado and New Jersey exactly. last it's night. Like, All right, and yeah, the Capitals up. are hard to trust, but we're getting plus one sixty. <laughs> it's plus one ten. Like how the hell do you take that? It's tough, very tough. Minnesota, you're right. Uh, There's something Winnipeg, going. Winnipeg, it feels like oh, Winnipeg will come back. But I like the over in that game. I'm actually starting to think maybe tonight's totals night, Morency. Well, instead of every, every, every damn night, every game's going over the number, <laughs> right? It's like, well, I actually think the one last that, night they all went over. I think the one that stays under the number is the one that people think are, are going to go. It's good so your over. parlay, Washington the, and Columbus stays under five and a half, maybe. The home teams last night in the NHL paid eighteen to one. Yeah, but you threw a couple of uh, you threw a couple of totals in there. And you got it up to sixty to one. It was crazy, big time parlay. Yeah, yeah, sixty to one. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, I gotta show you. You only put ten dollars on it, but still, that's six hundred dollars for ten bucks. Renzi, you talk about the small victories in life, and you know you need them. You know what happened on Sunday. When do I ever talk about small victories in life? I never talk about <laughs> small victories in life. I talk about little disappointments. No, no. That's what I talk about. Well, I'm about. telling you, Sunday was a hell of a disappointment. That's my life. Night. Life is full of little disappointments. It is. <laughs> I know. But I'm saying I, you know, I had a little happiness for because I, I I was getting smashed so last you, week. So you're the small victory guy. I'm the yeah. small disappointment guy. Well, you still have some small victories in life. And speaking of small disappointments, <laughs> um, it is a, a big disappointment right now. Although we're still holding out hope, there's search parties. Search parties as we speak, searching for Dave Malinsky on Mount Charleston. You know, they've got the best of the best, man. Uh, LVPD are up there. LVPD search and rescue. Rangers. A, um, the Mount Charleston, Mount Charleston security unit. It's like a, an elite sort of, you know, volunteer unit, but of mountain climbers yeah. and people that are experienced that can get into places where, you know, because there's trails up there. For sure Like, there I is. actually saw, and uh, Dave Malinsky is so popular, he's even in the New York Post today. Exactly. It's getting picked up by national media everywhere. So I was I was watching a Las Vegas news uh, report, and they were up there. So, like, they, you know, the cameras were up there, and they're showing, all right, this is where we're looking. And and it's there's a lot of trails and stuff. That's what I find bizarre about it. It's not like, you know, like I said, he wasn't mountain climbing. Like, he wasn't, like, tied to the side no, of the mountain. No, he like, was looking at a tree, so walking around probably on a trail. It's trails. Yeah. And other people up there, there's other people up there. You know, there's people on bicycles, yeah. and there's weirdos hanging out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. et cetera, right? Yep, just hanging out. And, yeah, p- people saw him because he left Thursday. Uh, he left Saturday morning, last seen at 630, but it turns out he's actually been seen at 3 o'clock on Saturday, Saturday. now. That's good. So people saw him there. He was around. I just, you know, still, it's completely baffling to me. They have a search party out there. I'm, uh, I usually don't check my cell phone very often, uh, but I have been. 
And uh, our main man, Ted Savransky, actually, is uh, he's actually part of the search party. Ted, That's great. As we speak, Teddy's up there on the mountain uh, right now. So, um, you know, hopefully we're going to find something out. Obviously, time isn't on anybody's side uh, right now. But all we can do is, is wait. All we can do is uh, try to stay uh, and hope. Stay positive at this uh, point in time. And, you know, unfortunately, too, you know, Dave normally would be joining us in a couple of minutes. That's true. You know, Dave, uh, Dave joins us every Tuesday. Here. Tuesday 420, Dave. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Dave joins us on a future uh, future Me Tuesday, too. man. You know, life, uh, life, uh, life uh, deals. Uh, life deals a lot of different blows, man. It's a strange, uh, strange journey. Uh, but as we stated, you got to, you got to stay positive, and uh, you got to appreciate every moment uh, that you have. That's you great never point. know, and even people, not just you, but other people around you and stuff. You never know when it's going to be the last time that you see somebody. It's true. You know, you could walk out of here after the show and get run over by a bus outside of the studio. Not to be morbid, well, but I'm just being realistic. I was actually thinking about it, like driving into work when this transport truck cut me off, and like I was thought about going into the rail. I actually saw it. This might be the last time I see Morenci go on the way to the show today. I got I got control of it and missed the accident, but I was scared shitless. I was on a train uh, a couple of weeks ago that was making some weird noises and rocking and stuff. And I actually thought, I was like, well, this might be it, actually. You know, I might I might die on this train today. I actually somewhat accepted it, to be honest with you. So what are you going to do? Right. Nothing. There's nothing you can do. Exactly. We're all, you know, whatever's going to happen. Life is uh, is, um, you know, random occurrences. And you could be at the wrong place at the wrong time. True. Some people live to be 118, and unfortunately, you know, we see uh, horrible stories uh, where young people uh, pass away. But just terrible. Like, Dave's one of the good guys. Dave really is a good guy. You know, and people always say that when people are missing or people die. Oh, he was a great guy no, and but stuff. But Dave, Dave really was a very, very, very nice nice guy. Still is a nice guy. And like I said, I'm holding out hope, man, that um, he's just injured and you know he can't move, and he's at the bottom of some weird. Uh, he's at the bottom of some weird spot on a mountain somewhere. It's quite the mountain up there, though, man. It's a lot of trees. It is. It's, it's, huge. Very, it's very cold up there now at night. Big weather, uh, temperature swings during the day For into sure. the night. That's that's Vegas. It gets it, real cold at night. Yeah, into below freezing up there. It's, yeah, it's twelve thousand feet high that mountain. So um, yeah, we we hope for the best, man. That's that's all we can do. So, we talked about uh, the NHL. We've got NBA tonight. Big man yeah. on campus is going to step up and in. His Philadelphia 76ers yeah. last night got punched in the mouth by the Miami Heat, and suddenly we have a series. Good for Dwayne Wade. Old man Wade really showed up. Well, he did step <laughs> he, he, up. He delivered. Hey? <laughs> he told Hart to shut up, too. Hey, screw off. You know, what, what, what have I been talking about a lot recently? Celebrity fans pissing the other yeah, team off. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, so Kevin Hart shows up at the Super Bowl, yeah. acts like he won, like he's on the Eagles, yeah. and he wants to get on the stage and stuff. They don't let him. Now there he is at the Philadelphia 76er games, just pissing off Dwayne Wade, yep. the Miami Heat. You know, just keep your mouth shut. Just go to the game. Like, when I went to the game the other day, I didn't troll. It's funny. People feel, you know, oh, you're going to yell at the other team. I didn't say a word to the Washington yep. Wizards. What am I going to say to Actually, John the Wall? only guy you talked to was Valanchunas. Play yeah. some damn defense. I yelled at my own guy. I yelled at my own center once to play some damn D. <laughs> you know what I mean? A couple of times I was like, come on, man. And, 
you know, it, it, Kevin Hart, like I said, Kevin Hart seems to, you know, celebrities seem to think that they're part of the game. Yeah, but they're not. You're not. You're not part of the game. You're. You know. You might be a celebrity, yeah, yeah. but yeah, Jumanji. Just uh, yeah, it's be not, like a fan. It's not your show. You know what I'm saying? It's. It's not your game. So speaking of which, we got a game tonight. The Washington Wizards and the Toronto Raptors will tip off immediately following this radio show at seven o'clock Eastern when Tony Sincata joins us at six. We'll be breaking it down DFS style and uh, best bets in the last hour. Toronto Raptors, uh, they were six and a half point favorites. Now it's up to seven. The total's coming down. It's down to 213 and a half. Boston Celtics laying two to the Bucs. I think the Bucs are the play tonight. I agree. I think the Bucs are going to get back on track uh, this evening. Total's 198 and a half. Feels a little low. It was 197 and a half yesterday. And uh, the Pelicans were getting six and a half yesterday. Now they're getting six. Big man on campus will step up and then we'll talk NBA basketball and Vargas and Broner. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman say you. You might not see any palm trees or cacti out your window, but spring training is here, so it's time to draft. And here on the Fantasy Baseball Hour with Al Melkier, we have everything you need to assemble your best team. We'll be breaking down all the offseason player movement and zeroing in on the trends that'll keep you ahead of your league mates on draft day and beyond. So tune in to the Fantasy Baseball Hour with Al Melkier from Monday to Friday, right here on Fantasy Sports Radio, between 3 and 4 p.m. Eastern, or between noon and 1 p.m. Pacific time. And I'll see you out there on the virtual dime. <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on the real world. I play the oboe, and I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, a hero <laughs> who plays the oboe. <laughs> Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets to injury analysis. The fan-controlled football league is making fantasy football a reality. Like a real-life version of Madden, fans will vote on all personnel decisions and play calls in real time, and what the fans say goes. Visit fcfl.io to learn more. The FCFL, where you're in control. decisions ready and rage at radio on the fantasy sports a radio network another big night of playoff action in the national hockey league and the nba playoffs this evening uh toronto raptors as we were mentioning now laying seven points to the washington wizards i saw that uh, john wall 
was uh, trending on Twitter earlier in the day. And, uh, you know, part of me, even though I never hoped for injury, but I was like, ooh, ooh he, John just, Wall's banged up. John Wall out? That's <laughs> <laughs> a Toronto Raptor fan. I'm like, oh, it's John Wall out. But, no, John Wall's getting torched on Twitter for um, for not uh, for not winning on Saturday, you know, for not uh, not scoring enough, for not being the man. He actually finished with 42 DK points when it was all said and done. He didn't shoot the ball well, no. Um, but I think John Wall is actually probably going to bounce back in a big way. I hate to say evening. it. I hate to say it, Marenzi, as Raptor fans, for everything, for them to cover that game, win by eight points, they shot a huge percentage from three. I don't know if you can maintain that. They a shot fifty-three percent yeah, from the that's field. That's what I'm talking as a about. Whole, yeah. I'm talking about like to sustain those numbers and only win by eight. I hate to say it, Washington's probably the play tonight. Well, plus you're going to get an A game, and we saw. Listen, you see in game twos, we saw uh, Miami stepped it up a big time last year against Philadelphia. These teams get in a desperation mode after they're embarrassed in game one, but I think the Raptors do win this evening, but you're right. I'm not really in a hurry to be laying seven points. I throw it in parlays, but not take the spread if you really like it and you want to support the team because I'm not laying seven. Let's bring in uh, big man on campus uh, right uh, now. Uh, SBR Pecs. You can see him on the SBR YouTube page. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff Nadu. Big man, always a pleasure. How you doing today? Hey, fellas. How are you? Good stuff, yep. big man. Good stuff. You know, we've been better. It's been a rough couple of days, obviously, with Malinsky being uh, stuck on Mount Charleston somewhere uh, right now. Three days in, but you know, you got to got to stay positive. So. Um, you know, we're, we're blasting through the shows. The show must go on, but I've been distracted yeah, Gabe, for the last day. I actually, and I'm not, I'm not saying I can relate to this whatsoever, but I actually have a, a friend of mine from high school, and he was actually, uh, he played for the Dolphins, he played for the Panthers, a couple other teams, and he had this short a part of fame like a few years ago. Dolphins did hard knocks, and he was actually playing for the Dolphins at the time, and he was actually featured because he – they made a trip down to the Gulf of Mexico, some sort of uh, boys trip, some of the players on the team, and they decided to get jet skis. And he decided to uh, go out on his own. And he was actually uh, – he decided he needed to go to the bathroom. The jet ski kicked out from under him. He was actually out in the water for like a day and a half, two days, until they found him. And it was like a long-standing story. And he, he mentioned, you know, I don't know how I – I don't even really consider and I remember how it all happened and – he said, I kind of just prayed the whole time. But, you know, obviously this is a, t- a terrible situation. I, I only hope for the best. I've never talked to Dave directly, but I know he's, um, you know, a big-time name out in Vegas. I know you do a lot of shows. Up. I know you consider him a friend. So I only hope that uh, he comes home uh, for everyone and for, him, for his family. Yeah, I remember the, I remember the story of the, uh, the guy on the jet ski and that, that weird story. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. tough. Yeah, Dave, very very popular guy. It's getting picked up everywhere. I mean, the, the New York Post, um, the New York Post has uh, picked uh, up the story and run, running, uh, running it uh, today. But you know, you, we we got to stay positive. That's that's all we can do. As you stated, I mean, you know, people do come back from these things, right? They do. You know, some people don't, <laughs> but some, some people, people do. do. Yeah, there's things called miracles. Yeah, I guess yeah, exactly. And and you know. If he comes, you know, when he comes back, you know, he'll have a great story for sure. But, um, I, you know, again, I, I heard about it yesterday. I actually saw it on Twitter very early, and I, I didn't see many people, you know, I, I saw it just kind of coming out, and I, you know, I, I think as you said, I, I didn't believe it right away. But then, um, yeah, it's very sad. I hope, uh, hope, hope something good comes of it, and, uh, you know, for everyone's sake and for his sake as well. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just so hard to believe, actually. But, uh, 
All right, so last night the uh, the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers, you know, the Sixers came on late in the basketball game, but then they hit the wall again with a yep. couple of minutes left. It was a weird game. It, it was a strange game as far as the both teams, both teams had success and had bronze, and then both teams struggled a little bit. But one thing I will say, it is pretty, it is a pretty physical series, and it's pretty entertaining. It reminds me of old school Eastern Conference basketball, actually. You know, Philadelphia aren't backing down. Miami are a very, very physical basketball team. It's like the old Pistons with Lambeer and the gang. Lots yeah. of violence. Yeah, it's not quite yeah. to that yeah, level, but, obviously. But, but, but I yeah. like that level. Yeah. It's getting rougher. But, you know, it's actually, it isn't candy-ass, like, Correct. NBA basketball. Like, these guys are banging out there. And really, big men, you know, Miami were leading in the first half. Now, I was drunk. I went to the game on Saturday, so I came out of the arena. I only saw the end of the that basketball game, and I saw Philadelphia up by, I was like, oh, God, what happened? It was 60-56, and now suddenly it's 133 to 103 or whatever. But really, and you've watched it all, big man. I think you went to one of the games. Really, Miami have played better for six of the eight quarters, haven't they? Yeah, you know, that's a great point, Gabe. They did. They played very well on Saturday uh, down there. And, and again, I want to make it very clear. Both nights, the, uh, the the crowd was fantastic. I just have the feeling that, unfortunately, the Philadelphia 76ers are creatures that, of havoc that have read uh, the press clippings a little bit, I, I think. I, I think you're starting to see it. You made a good point coming into this series. I actually heard people, and this is a true story, I've heard people call in to WIP, to the Fanatic, and say that they think the Sixers are better off without Joel Embiid. Absolutely moronic statements. That's insanity. By these <laughs> uh, it, it, it's amazing, really. And I think we saw last night why they that's need the Philly Joel sports fan. So that's the Philly. That's the Philly sports fan getting cocky. We won the Super Bowl without Carson Wentz. Now look, 17 in a row. We don't need Embiid, etc. You know what the key is, though, big man? How will they respond after a loss? But now they're going on the road. I mean, the bubble sort of burst after the 17. How do they pick themselves up? And Miami's going to have a little confidence now. And that's the big question. How will they pick themselves up? Because what you saw Miami do is really a, f- a fantastic thing. They basically cut off the three-point line. Sixers didn't make shots. And we know, you know better than I do, this team does not have a player late in the game that can take the game over. Ben Simmons can't do it. They don't have anyone right now. The only guy that can do it is sitting over on the bench. It's imperative, I think, that he comes back. The, the, the problem that I have is, is he going to come back? We know this team has been very um, precautionary with him, and he even tweeted last night about he's pissed off that they're babying him and things like that. Look, I've seen him before the game. He looks ready. He looks ready to go. Uh, I don't know what they're waiting on. Uh, I think you really needed him last night. But you're right. They have played better in six of eight uh, quarters. The problem is the Sixers are too reliant on the three ball right now. Uh, too many turnovers. Robert Covington was absolutely horrendous last night. They need to pick it up. They need to do it quick, and they need to get Embiid back in there. If he doesn't get back in, I don't think they can win this series just after watching that game last night. Hey, big man, uh, we like to look at the numbers, and this is shocking, actually, looking at the updated series prices. We saw what Indiana did to Cleveland the first game. They punched them in the mouth early in that game. They held on. They blew them out. You never see people, LeBron not losing a game one, but think about this, guys. Cleveland was minus 600 or 650 in the series, down to minus 240, and hey, they still got to win. Indiana still got to win three more games. Is this actually people believing that Indiana can win? Because you know what? The NBA, I can tell you one thing. They want LeBron moving on to the next round, not the Indiana Pacers. But that's a crazy line, big man. 
Yeah, I, I think it's interesting you said it because I think people do want LeBron in the next round, but I think in a way they, they don't really want to see this team going forward. I think people are sick of the same old Cleveland Golden State narrative. I know I am. I don't know if you guys are, but I know I am. We are. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I think everybody is. I, I think, though, we need to pump the brakes just a bit. I mean, we need to remember uh, Cleveland was horrendous shooting the ball. Uh, that's something that I'm going to go ahead and think that probably won't continue. But we have to ask ourselves, is this team really that good? I mean, other than LeBron James, no. what the hell do you really have here? I mean, you have Kevin they Love, who's... They know, don't have chemistry. No. They don't have any chemistry. No, they have, no that's a great point. Sure. You, know, you, have, you have Kevin Love, and really, if you look at it, they've got two guys from the Utah Jazz that when the Utah Jazz never really did anything with Rodney Hood and George Hill. The Utah Jazz let George Hill go. Well, you know, they would have kept him, but he wanted to leave, so he leaves. They bring in Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio is better than George Hill. Uh, Rodney Hood, people are like, what the hell are Utah doing? They trade Rodney Hood. They don't miss a beat uh, without Rodney Hood after they, they make that uh, trade. You know, so it, it, they're, they're an interesting, uh, interesting team uh, right now. Uh, but you know, you look at you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers too. One more loss, and then that whole LeBron yeah. bubble burst, and the circus begins. Is LeBron playing his last game in Cleveland? Is he leaving? You know, George Hill and Rodney Hood haven't had playoff success. Kevin Love's been in and out of the lineup. They don't play defense. Indiana have them on the ropes uh, right now. I'd like a little bit more value than plus two hundred on the Pacers. I think the Miami. Line. The Miami Heat are providing value at plus 290, I think. I think the Sixers could be in trouble right now. I think Miami are going to win at home, and it's, it's going to become a real crazy series. But um, what, do, what do you think happens in the, with the Sixers and the Heat when it's all said and done, big man? Do you think they, they move on, or do you think Miami's going to win the series still? Well, I, you know, I think I think obviously if Joel Embiid comes back, I think it's a whole different series because you know the Sixers kind of got away and they they were kind of negated into going back to slowing things down, and, and that's great coaching. Spolstra did a nice job last night doing that, but you have to figure, Gabe, that you know, can Dwayne Wade match that performance again? You got to think no. Um, and, and even with the performance they gave last night, they still could have get so much the damn time off in between games in the NBA yeah. playoffs. So stay fresh. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, you but, know but he's going to be. I mean, Gabrielle Union wasn't exactly. Uh, you know, if you're a, a Heat fan, she said she's going to have some fun with uh, uh, Dwayne when he gets home. Uh, you got to think that's going to wear him out. I know boxers don't have sex during their training. You have to think that uh, Dwayne Wade could get a little uh, worked out maybe uh, and not be ready. But all in all, I think the Sixers will still find a way. You obviously have to go down and, and take care of business in Miami. But, again, I look at this Heat team. I don't know that they're built to, to really win playoff series. They're, they're full of guys you've never heard of, really. And Hassan Whiteside's uh, a total non-factor. I don't know. Series. I think you know, Whiteside is. Whiteside's played himself. He's in the yeah. doghouse with Paul Strip, But Miami do have experience. They've got guys that have been around the league. That's why I think that they can – I think Philadelphia are going to take over the league in a couple of years. It's going to be Boston and Philly like the old days with Bird and Dr. J and a rivalry, et cetera. Uh, but I still think we're a year away. Philadelphia, I think, is in trouble uh, here talking about the Pacers, I'd like a little bit more value with the Pacers. Yeah. It's just a shocking plus, line, just shocking to me. Instead of the plus two hundred, you made a point. 
You made a point about cohesion. That was a great point. I mean, they really kind of remind you of, of a college team that just throughout the season, I mean, just can't get any cohesion. We saw it with Duke. We've seen it with Kentucky over the years. That, this is what happens. You know, it's all well and good when you go out and get these free agents in the middle of the season and try to improve your team. But the problem is you don't have a ton of time to cohesively get together. And th- this is just a lot of guys doing random things, and there's no cohesion whatsoever. You have the Tristan Thompson mess going on outside. Um, there's just – really LeBron and everyone else. And they don't play defense, like you said. This team's second worst in the league this year when defense efficiency, not good. Uh, I think Indiana will win this series. I think the price, though, is not particularly great. Tristan Thompson is like one of the most hated men in America right now. <laughs> For some reason. Right. Uh, people, but you know what? People, uh, the only person that matters, uh, her opinion, is, is his wife. And uh, I guess they're married or whatever. The only person's opinion that matters is hers, and uh, she's okay with it. She's taking him back. So um, I guess, uh, you know, he, he you know, that's all that matters, right? He'll never be the same. His teammates are less than impressed yeah. uh, with the sideshow <laughs> that are going on. Good. That's going on. Good going, going, going into the playoffs here. So what's your take on the Wizards and the Raptors uh, tonight? The Wizards are getting seven points. I was at the game, uh, and I had damn good seats. I was, like, in the fifth row. But, you know, honestly, you don't get the same perspective as you do when you watch on TV. So you saw yeah. you saw game one on TV. What, what did you see? What do you think coming into tonight here? Well, you know, and I, I heard you guys talking before the show that, you know, and, and Cam made the point that he doesn't know that Toronto will shoot the way they do. And, and – or uh, – uh, Toronto will shoot the way they do, and Washington won't be as good. I, I, I understand that point, but I don't know that uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry will play as poorly as they did either. And you look at that, they still managed to win the game by eight points with those two guys not really doing anything. John Wall had a pretty pretty, pretty good game for you know, one of the first games back in the playoffs. Beal you know, was decent as well. I, I just don't think the Washington Wizards are that good a team, frankly. I think Toronto will um, win tonight. Will they cover? I don't see why they won't. I mean – uh, it's not difficult in this league to shoot 40, 50, 51%. Uh, and especially they did it without uh, Lowry and DeRozan doing anything. I think if they can give you a better game, I don't see the, the Wizards really matching up too well with, with Washington. Washington don't defend the either. Yeah. I watched it up no, close. Think, there's not a lot, there's not a lot, a lot of lazy D out there. There's a lot of sort of – They also played like – They put their games. hand out. They, yeah. they sort of – they put their arms up, but they don't really play defense. Like they're not, they're not selling out. I could see them maybe winning a game back in Washington. I think it's Wizards and or uh, Toronto in five, probably. I would I would think. Big man, what about Milwaukee, Boston? What a game one, too. Just a, Terry Rozier with the ice water in his veins with the three, and then another three by the Bucks has actually pissed me off. I think me and Gabe had Milwaukee plus four in that game, and if it just would have ended, we would have covered. But you saw what happened in overtime. Great series so far, but uh, Milwaukee getting two points tonight. I got to believe the Greek freaked in Milwaukee. They could have got it done against Boston game one. Maybe they get it done game two. I think I'm pulling the trigger. What do you think about Milwaukee and Boston tonight? Yeah, I just wish I was getting some more points here. I mean, they basically have to yeah. win this game. And, and, and obviously, we, we saw what happened last night. We saw you know the Heat kind of bounce back. We saw it in the NHL teams kind of bouncing back when they really needed to win. Can the Bucks do it? I think they will. Uh, I know uh, overtime is where dogs go to die, Kim, which uh, I know for all those people, they're pretty sick about that. But I need other people to step up. Where's Eric Bledsoe? Is he going to step up this series? Where's John Henson? I mean, they combined for 16 points. Not enough. <laughs> you see, uh, like- <laughs> Bled- Bledsoe turned the ball over. That was the problem. Yeah. And the Greek freak said after the game, he's like, we can do better. We need to do better. We can all play better. Yeah. 
and you know he's such a nice guy. Middleton was awesome in that, that game. That's his way of calling everyone else out because <laughs> the Greek freak had thirty-five points and twelve rebounds. True. So he's like, we can all play better. I think it's exactly. He's saying, "Come on, guys. You know what I mean? I'm giving you 35 and 12. Somebody's got to step up here besides Middleton. No, you know, Brogdon's going to get minutes tonight. You're right, though, Big Man. That's the problem in this game. And I, 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 I am leaning with Milwaukee because I do think they're a good basketball team, but they're sort of like the Eastern Conference version of the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, they're close, they're close, and then they find a way to lose these games. Yeah. They've got to find a way, and it's, it's going to be tough in Boston tonight. But I think Milwaukee, who didn't play well for the most part in game one, they really didn't play all that well, and they, they came on late. I think maybe they can carry that over into tonight. Maybe Milwaukee in the first half. I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee came out looking really good in the first quarter, actually, and then Boston sort of evened it out as it went on, guys. I think they really need to find a way to win this game. I mean, you, if you can find a way to win this, even it up, get home field, get back to the Bradley Center, that's going to be a great atmosphere. I mean, listen, I mean, they haven't had a, a – I mean, I know they went to the playoffs last year, but they haven't had a lot of hype, really. This is their first season where Yontis is that guy. Like, they're, they got a new stadium coming. Uh, it's an exciting time to be a Milwaukee fan. You don't have much of that. Uh, in sports with this uh, city. So I think you got to find a way, and I think they will get a better performance out of Bledsoe. I think if they can get a good performance out of Bledsoe, Middleton, Anandacumpo, and Brogdy do their part. Uh, maybe Snell hit a couple three balls. Uh, I think they'll win this game, and I think they'll go back to uh, uh, Milwaukee 1-1. The total is climbing like crazy, man. It was 197.5 last night. It was 198 and a half about 40 minutes ago when we started the show up to 199. I'm seeing 200. Wow. Pisses me off. I should have bet it last night. I liked it over 197 and a half. All right, uh, big man on campus. Going to uh, hang around for a little while. We're going to talk about the Pelicans and the Blazers game. On the other side, little Jazz Thunder, T-Wolves, Rockets, and uh, Adrian Bronner and Jesse Vargas going down at the Barkley Center. The sharpest fantasy sports minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. 
yet. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Game time decisions. Red Heat HR Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network powered by Fantasy Factor. Com. And uh, you should already know this uh, because we tell you this all the time. You have to sign up to Fantasy Factor. It's the uh, best DFS site for the recreational player. Single contest entries only. And uh, today, free rolls. Uh, they've got two free rolls uh, going on uh, today. They've got one in the NBA, one in the NHL, and they also uh, actually have a, uh, a free NBA jersey uh, free roll contest. And I see there's only 20 people in. Uh, Time right. to join. So you've got a legitimate <laughs> chance of uh, of winning an NBA jersey. Like the small pools. Yeah. Well, the pool is going to grow. <laughs> you know, that was from last night. There was 20 people already in it. But, yeah, the pool is going to grow. Um, so, yeah, they got some free rolls going right now. But you've got to be a member of Fantasy uh, Factor, like me. Um, so, yeah, I'll put together a couple of Fantasy Factor lineups live on the air. Uh, here when Tony Sincata steps up and in at 6 o'clock. We're getting a lot of DFS, NBA questions. Our main man, Kyle Hamburg in Atlanta. Was wondering about Al Horford or Bradley Beal. Horford went off, man. Sure did. Uh, big time in game one. All right, so we're kicking it with Big Man on campus. You can follow Big Man on Twitter at uh, Jeff Nadu. All right, uh, so Big Man, we got the Pelicans and the Blazers. I was on the Pelicans in game one. I'm kicking yeah. myself for not taking the money line. I only took them uh, plus the points. I lost, uh, though, because I had the over as well. So I got a split in that game. The number was six and a half. It's down to six right now. The total's down to 214. So I think the total was 217 in game one. Uh, Tony Sincata brought this up yesterday, big man, that the Portland Trailblazers, their big analytics team, and they, they were looking at their chart of all the shots that they, they made and the shots that they missed in game one. And the fact is they liked the shots. So it wasn't like a case after Portland's yeah. like, well, we got to do this, we got to do that. Damian Lillard wasn't hitting shots. They, they, the ball wasn't going in for them. And Tony had a great stat yesterday in which he stated uh, they normally hit 54% of the shots that they weren't making in game one. And you know, man, basketball is all just about whether the shot's going in, but the Pelicans are damn good. Where I'm going with this is, I think this game's going over the number tonight. I think it's going to get to 214. Uh, but I'm not ready to lay six points with the Blazers tonight, big man. What's your take on this game? Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not really ever willing to lay, you know, between these teams. I'm, I'm If I'm getting six points, I'm going to go with whoever's getting the six points. I mean, the, the Portland Trailblazers haven't done a good job. It is against Anthony Davis. You don't, I can't see the thing that they're going to figure it out in a couple of days on how to defend him. They didn't do a good job in that game. They haven't really done a good job all year defending him. And, you know, you look at Portland. I mean, 
they just kind of started out slow the other day. I mean, they were really kind of fighting from behind at the beginning. And look, you got to envision, I mean, all these games between these two teams this year have been pretty close. Uh, I don't have a ton of info on why I'm taking uh, the Pelicans. I'm taking them strictly because they're getting points. If if it goes down into New Orleans and Portland's getting points, I'll take it there. Uh, all these you know what it reminds me of, guys? Yep. This game, it reminds me of it's sort of like a college football game between two high-scoring yeah. teams, but we're mm-hmm. getting seven points yeah. with one of the teams. Last like, touchdown win, yeah, so we'll take the like, pooch. I don't know. You're yeah. both going to score a lot of points. Yeah. And exactly. It's like, you know, Baylor versus you TCU. Know, yeah, Baylor versus TCU. Oklahoma State. Yeah, you take yeah. the underdog in these games where when both teams can score. And that's the thing. The Pelicans can score. Like, when you talk about football and you have an underdog, you always want a team that can throw the ball, right? You know, they get that backdoor touchdown. Yeah, we're down by 14. Don't worry. They can get a late touchdown and cover the number for you. The Pelicans are that team. They're not going to quit, and they're so freaking explosive offensively. Portland, I think Portland can win this game tonight, but I think they're going to have their hands full winning it. Think about this too, guys. Right now, the series price is exactly a pick. New Orleans already has a game us guys. If they find a way to win on the money line again, you have a team up two yeah. to nothing going back home, and now you're sitting in the catbird seat. You could do anything to make money in that series. I think the number point to the Pelicans as a smart play. And that's why it was interesting that they were, you know, it, I think you were getting 140 if you took the Pelicans before the series. And it is very coin flippy. I could see it definitely going somewhere. But, I mean, the last four games between these teams have been decided by six points or less. I think four, I think six of the last eight have been decided by seven points or less. So, I mean, these teams generally play very close. Like I said, whoever's getting six points. And that's why I'm surprised that this number's so high. I think the right number should be four. I think six is too high. Um, I'm mentioning the Pelicans, and I think uh, Cam makes a good point. If they can find a way to win this game tonight, which it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever, uh, you take a real uh, stranglehold in this series going back home up 2 nothing. That's why the NBA playoffs yeah. are fun this year. They're wide open. Exactly. You really don't know what's going to happen, and you, can't, you, know, you can never really ever say that. So tomorrow night, the Cavs are laying eight. Yeah. Ooh, are we going back to the Pacers? I'm, I'm, I'm going to almost have to at plus yeah. eight. Total 209 feels a little low. There's no way in hell the Cavaliers are only scoring 80 points again. Oklahoma City Thunder, I think they're a dangerous team, guys. Anytime you have Russell Westbrook, you can beat anybody. And if Paul George Paul is going to play like, like he yeah. did, and he's going to step it up like that, suddenly they sort of have what they were envisioning a little bit. Carmelo's just whatever. Steven Adams had more impact than Carmelo, right? <laughs> now, Steven Adams actually has an impact on the team. They're a dangerous team right now. I thought they were going to beat Utah. I think they could beat Utah again, actually. Minus 165 on the money line. They're laying three. And then the Rockets and the T-Wolves. I, guess, I swear, big man, I took the T-Wolves on Sunday night. I was getting 11 and a half, 12. Never have I ever sweated out a game <laughs> where I'm getting 12 and the team I have is like down five with two minutes left. And I'm like, man, they can blow this. They, they can, can blow this. Like, they really can blow this. We talked about Jeff Teague and the dumb things that he does. But what's your quick take on tomorrow night's basketball board? You quickly, I mean, you got to envision the Cavs will shoot the basketball better. I think you're right on the total. It does seem a little low. I think a lot of that recency bias you saw with the Cavs just didn't do, but they shot particularly poor. You have to think they'll be better tomorrow. And you know, Indiana should have any trouble scoring. I think whenever you can get a total with the Cleveland Cavaliers under 215, I think, I think you got to look over with the way they play defense and shoot the three ball. Uh, Utah, Oklahoma City, I think you're right, Gabe. I think Oklahoma City will win this series. I just don't think Utah has the has – the, uh, the ability to hang with Oklahoma City offense. I know they somewhat did, but other than Donovan Mitchell, is there anyone else in this team you're in love with offensively? I mean, honestly, Gobert's known for his defense. 
Rubio's not known to score. Crowder's known for his defense. Ingles might give you something once in a while, but there's just not a ton of scoring on this team, as we know. It's kind of like the uh, Bucks problem. They don't have a ton of options other than one guy. Uh, so for me, I, I go Oak City. I think they're a sneaky little team in the Western Conference. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they get to the finals. I think they're very good. They're well-coached, uh, and they have that three-headed monster up front. Timberwolves, Rockets. I have the Rockets sweeping them, uh, plus 170. I don't think the Timberwolves will win a game. I mean, look how great um, – look how bad the uh, Houston Rockets played. Uh, they needed James Harden to score, what, 44 points uh, just to win the game, and they still were able to win. Uh, Timberwolves, if they are going to win a game, it was in the game one, and they didn't do it. So uh, I would go Houston. But I think they'll cover. I don't know. Uh, I'd probably look over for high scoring all these games. Yeah, it feels a little low at 214. I love Joe Ingles. He looks like the guy you see at the Y. Like, I even I look at his legs. Like, they're, they're, they're like just basically stilts. Like, there's not even, like, calf muscles and stuff. I'm like, I love this guy. He's the guy who takes his buddies to the cleaners. You look at him at the Y and go, he sucks, and he buries threes on you all day. Man, the NBA, <laughs> the, the NBA board's tough tonight. It's so tough tonight, man. I, I hate to say yeah, it. If I had to, though, yeah, I'd lay the seven. I'd go all dogs. I like, oh, what about like all dogs? dogs so, right? yeah, Washington plus seven. You get Bucks plus two, and Take a shot with our Pelicans. The again. Wizards aren't that good. That's the thing. The Wizards, like yeah. Big Man brought it up. The Wizards no. are now 3-8 and eight in their last 11 basketball games. They don't get along with each other. Yeah. I, uh, they're going to bust this team up in, in, a, in a week. I know they know deep down inside they're not beating the Raptors. Yeah. You know, the Raptors show up and deliver a couple of knockout punches tonight. I think they can win this game by 10-12 uh, and get it done. You know, 112-104 type of thing. I think, I, I think also... It, real quick, guys, uh, this is actually down at six and a half as well. Uh, at, I know at certain my certain locals I have, I think you'll probably start to see it go down at six and a half at some of these books as well. And that's a pretty big thing. That's obviously that you're down under that three possession mark. So, um, yeah, I mean, Gabe, honestly, you're a Raptor guy. You watched the game. I mean, Lowry and DeRozan were hideous, and they still won by eight. Um, yeah, you know what, though? Ball played. Yeah, you know what, though? they were. It was a good team. The Raptors are a good team effort. You know, Lowry wasn't hideous. Yeah. He doesn't have to put up massive numbers. That's what's good. DeRozan missed a lot of shots. DeRozan that he would looks hit. like he's struggling with his stroke. Like there's something going is, on. He's there. a little off. He's, he's got to take it to the rack a little bit more. Good call. Ibaka for freaking sure. killed it. Yeah, I know. He, That's oh, what they call him. The they're big calling him an old surge. Looked like young surge there. He yeah, Ibaka stepped up. I don't know what Van Fleet. Van Fleet's going to be a game time decision. I think he's out uh, this evening. Is he? We'll 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 I think see. He's doubtful, but yeah, I, I hope he makes it. Delon Wright really stepped up. Sure but the thing is, too, it's just the Wizards. The Wizards aren't that good. They don't play defense. They don't like each other. They're falling apart. There's no co- there's no chemistry with those guys. I, like I said, I was court. They barely talk to each other. The Wizards, like during breaks, there's no. Hey, on, we're only down. Ahead. Yeah, we're only down six guys with three minutes left. There's nothing. They, <laughs> they just, just sit there. Well, they all they watch Brooks talk and John Wall. John Wall says something. They all kind of ignore him and. It's not they're you know you can tell you can just feel it they're not in it together right they're not digging down deep they're probably just all thinking you know what this this crap's going to be over with in ten days yeah. and I've got uh, thirty four million dollars in a bank so yeah. I'm I, good. I just I'm, I just don't like actually, laying uh, I'm good I actually also uh, I know a girl that I went to high school with she actually uh, the true story she's honestly guys one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen I mean I remember when I was in high school. My God, I wanted to, I don't even know what I wanted to do to her. It was amazing. Beautiful girl. She dates a guy on the Wizards. I'm not sure who just yet, but she's always at games. She's like, always like <laughs> taking care of business. Like she doesn't work. Like I'm telling you, man, if I was a guy, I'd want to get home there as quick as possible. <laughs> I, I don't think it's Gortat. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, I don't think either. 
I did call him Gargamel. He is Gargamel. Yeah, he I looks like it. Gargamel from the Smurfs. I've never seen anything like that. I was that. drunk, especially but... He had a, especially he had a deep tooth but it, it threw me off because he had like a mohawk. <laughs> I know. He normally he's bald, but... It's true. He's yeah. Gargamel, though. He's got the face. Yeah, but he had like a mohawk. <laughs> like, so new it was style. A, yeah, it was a different... <laughs> it threw me <laughs> off. Different Gargamel. Big man, you go to a lot of basketball games, but... The one thing that you really do realize when you're up close like that is like, damn, these guys are big, man. Huge. Like, like no, you know they they're are. tall. And I, I'm pretty tall. So, yeah, you know, but I'm it, taller but than is, Kyle but, Lowry even. But, but they're tall. being tanks. Oh, yeah. Like, they're like, huge. Like, Just you know, huge. I was standing, like, pretty close to that Pirtle kid, man, Jacob Pirtle. Yeah. He's like 7'1", 260. Like, He's massive, man. He it's like he's he's like two fridges. <laughs> you know? It's interesting you bring up. I as you know, I go to a lot of temple games, and I uh, I've seen Taco fall twice. Oh yeah, uh, that kid. Like yeah, <laughs> it's amazing to me, like how big that guy. I mean, he's yeah, people. But he's you uh, see it on TV. You can't relate to it until you're when standing I, there. When yeah. I saw Samuel Dallin there live, it was like it was on stilts at a car- carnival. The guy's like almost. Yeah, I, guess, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but because even in monster. the arena, when you're looking down, yeah, yeah they look big, but. I was at the same level as they were, right? So during the pregame warm-up, like Journey Inchel's cool. I was right there. So like the pregame warm-up's going on, and they were all sort of walking past me. I was like, holy they crap. Monsters. Even, even DeRozan, man. Yeah. He's like maybe six, seven. He's like six. He's big, man. He's, They're sick. Yeah, he's bigger than he looks, actually. Uh, I, remember, big, I remember Iverson for many years. And quickly, Iverson, I mean, how small he was compared to everyone else. And I remember my father one time said to me, he said, I can't believe he can bang with all these guys down low. I mean, he gets hit by him. I mean, he doesn't really miss a beat. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, but then how, if you how, see how... Iverson in real life, he doesn't look that yeah. small, right? You're like, oh, he's no, actually no, like he... six feet yeah. pretty much, and he's not skinny and stuff. <laughs> you're... Yeah, you're right, but he yeah. looks all tiny. All right, so um, we've got uh, we got Adrian Broner and Jesse Vargas in a 144-pound catchweight uh, fight. Uh, the, the fight's basically a pick of minus 110 on both sides at the Barclays Center. Uh, one lock that I'll have, guys, is nobody is going to throw a dolly through uh, through a window Good point. and injure the fighters on the prelim card. Exactly. But interestingly enough, they actually did have to cancel the press conference because of some stupid rapper. And you're on top of this stuff a hell of a lot more than me and Cam are. And I guarantee you Cam has never heard of, what's the guy's name, Techno 69? Takashi yeah. 69, yeah. yeah um, basically, I do just in kind of a roundabout way, Takashi 69 is a rapper that has basically come onto the scene over the last six months to a year. Uh, basically, his he's he's a he's a wannabe. He thinks he's in the bloods. He's he's actually a victim pedophile. He's on a sex offender list. Uh, he's involved with uh, uh, an underage girl when she was like 13. He's a bit of a freak. He's a weirdo, really. He, he seems I mean, like an annoying twat, to be honest. No, he is. He's a total shithead, and he's really ruined. Um, th- this is the problem with rap nowadays. It's just really been taken over by these complete morons like this guy. Um, he's basically a wannabe, and what he's done over the last several months is basically attack people that he knows will it will cause a, a shitstorm, and he can kind of be put back in his place. He's attacked people like... Kendrick Lamar, the game, um, you know, all different people, and he's he's really just a shithead, really. That that's really all he is. And you know, he he basically went on Broner's post and just called him a clown out of nowhere. Now I'm not going to try to sell you a bill of goods on Broner. I think Adrian Broner is one of the sad stories of boxing, in my opinion. I mean, he really has tremendous boxing skills, in my opinion. I think he's 
kind of the guy that could have been the heir to Floyd Mayweather once Floyd Mayweather went into the shadows. And he could really be what Javante Davis is now. But Adrian Broner just unfortunately just isn't a very smart guy. He's not a very smart individual. And when it comes to fighting someone, you not only have to have the talent, but you have to be smart. You have to have the brains upstairs. Uh, Timothy Bradley said it best when describing Broner. He basically called him a, a moron. He doesn't know anything. He's not smart enough. And his issues yeah. off outside of the ring have been a major issue. Uh, I think he's going to lose to Jesse Vargas. Uh, I bet against Adrian Brunner for the last several different fights. And I have to ask you guys, I know you're not, I don't know how big a boxing guys you are, but I ask you, why is Adrian Brunner as famous? He's a bum. He's not beaten anybody. And when he steps up, he gets his ass kicked every time. Jesse Vargas isn't a great fighter. Um, he's not going to you know, wire you with his power, but uh, Brunner has lost his career on and off the uh, outside of the ring. I, I just don't see it here. Um, he's like a you good said, fighter. at least Vargas. Vargas is a professional, yeah, yeah. right? Exactly. You know, he's put in the he's put in the hard work in. He's a two-time champion. He's not a spectacular, flashy guy. You know what? I'm a little bit worried about it. You're right, Broner. For some reason, I don't know, man. He, like you said, he he's he's like a media darling, and people love talking about him and TMZ all the time, and that that helps. So I'm a little he's bit really worried. I'm worried. You're right. And he loses. Anytime he fights anyone good, he loses. So, but I'm worried, big man, that they're going to screw him in New York. You know, I just watched the MMA. I just watched UFC in New York. They don't know what the hell they're doing there with the judging. And Broner's more popular. Vargas is from California. They could screw Vargas over if it's really close. But I like Vargas here as well. Yeah, I, I think Broner, this is the end of his right now. This week, I like Jesse Vargas a lot. I'll be betting him Hey, great stuff, uh, Big Man. Thanks for kicking it with us uh, today on the show, man. Thanks, fellas. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, level two, ready to rage. Game Time Decisions Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm on scores and odds.com, Renzi. The Boston Celtics game has gone uh, from three. I'm seeing uh, my Boston minus one now. Minus one. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, just a lot of people are on the bucks. I'm Some, seeing minus one and a half. Yeah, total up to 199 and a half, half, creeping up to 200 right now. So, in other words, everybody's pulling the trigger on the bucks and the over. over. Exactly. Unfortunately, that's what I liked, and unfortunately, that's what I told people I liked last night before putting the trigger on it. Right now, I'm sweating out the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays, uh, they were minus 225 favorites in this uh, game today. Up 5-3? to three? Up 5-3 three. Uh, right now. Skogland and uh, Garcia. Yeah. Hardly a pitcher's duel. No, that's flammable <laughs> right there. That's gas. There's been 17 hits in the baseball game. Yep. Kansas City Royals have nine hits. The Blue Jays have eight hits. Yeah, there's been uh, been a couple of home runs. Uh, Moustakis continues to light it up. But it's too bad because I actually had him in my lineup last night. Uh, another nice night with DFS uh, picks, uh, though. 
Uh, we've been on a little bit of a roll. I wish I was playing sort of like your parlay. I wish you would have put more on it. Same with me. But what are you going to do? You know, I'm playing in these small little, you know, I'm putting three buck in here, you know, five in here in these tournaments. But yesterday, I had multiple winners. I tripled my money in NASCAR uh, yesterday uh, with the, with the DraftKings uh, lineup that we gave on Friday. Sincata never uh, congratulates us, though. No love from Tony. Actually, he sent me an email last night, said, uh, good hit on the parlay. Yeah, thanks, you. He's like, oh, good job, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night, nice our baseball lineup was really good. Malik Smith was 2900 bucks. The kid was four for four. Amazing. I got to put him in my lineup again tonight. Why wouldn't I? He could sit. Don't think about Malik Smith, too, is he could steal. Like, he's got he's got foot speed. But he, we did well in last night, and same thing. We, um, we actually finished. I'm a little pissed off about this, though. There was 1,497 people, so 1,500 people in a hockey DraftKings tournament I was in. Yep. I finished in 21st place. Amazing. That's fantastic. So out of 1,500 people, yep. I had the 21st highest score. Because I remember I told I said, take Martin. No, you left yesterday, but Martin yep. Jones is my goalie. I was all over yep. Nate McKinnon. McKinnon was huge. Yeah, exactly. I was all over McKinnon. What a great, what a great performance by the Avs. They really showed up. Oh yeah, who's the other dark horse I took? T- no, Austin Watson. Oh, Watson on uh, Nashville. on Nashville. He's actually scored in every single. I know. Game. It was he was no, no. he was next to nothing. Dude, was like Watson. Nothing. He is so cheap and so effective. Yeah, so I did. Taylor Hall. Tell me, you probably had Taylor yes, Hall, too. Taylor Hall. Yeah, I'm thinking about the game. So I killed it. You know, I, I killed it. No, I didn't kill it. I won six dollars. That's what happened I to finished, me. I finished 21st. Gave you know, it, but, I, you know, it's, that's the way it works. So I didn't enter the $100 yeah. one, right? Yeah. So then I could have won, I don't know, you know, 1300 or something. But I, I did a PGA, $8 double up, 16 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? I have 560 points with my golf team. It's you're like, better off, though. The thing is, yeah, I've got to – I swing for the fences with these tournaments. That's and, what I do, too. Never win. And it's tough because even if you do well – and, you know, we've talked about the heartbreak with Tony before. Even if you do well – you know, you don't. You're not getting what you want back in return for. But in a betting world, you'd be extremely happy if every day you were doubling up. If every for some day, reason yeah. in a DFS world, it's like I I get impatient with, and I'm like, no, I gotta hit. I want to hit this ten thousand dollar tournament. I want to get a check. I want to get a check. That, if we doubled our bankroll every night, yes. like just from gambling, Gabe, let's just say we'd be doing pretty well in life. Yeah, we, very yeah. well. Last night my NBA lineup was damn good, but I was one player short. Justice Winslow. Winslow did not have a good uh, fantasy night uh, last night. But uh, as far as the bets are concerned, tricky uh, tricky night uh, tonight, actually. I find all leagues tough. I'm looking at baseball, Ooh. everything you like in baseball. Like, take a look at the juice. It's ridiculous. You want to lay a run and a half with Tanaka? Uh, you know what? The way the Marlins played. They, they absolutely they, they, smoked the, the, them. Oh, yeah, no, no. The Yankees might win this game again. Like, what are they, they going to win? Like, 12 to 12 The Marlins to keep playing like this. They're going to want Jeter to stay in the Virgin Islands. Exactly. At the P.O. box. He could sleep. This is the sleep biggest. There. This is the biggest price we've seen on the year so far. Minus three sixty. Yeah, it's huge. It's uh, Yankees minus three sixty. Tanaka versus Garcia. Uh, Kashner versus uh, Liriano. Uh, Baltimore minus one fifteen on the road at it, Detroit. It's actually leaning Baltimore, but I'm going to investigate that game a little bit more. Can't believe Liriano's still in the league. He's yeah, he's still there. Soft tossing lefty. They'll always have a job. Um, Williams and uh, and Bettis tonight. Colorado and Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh tonight. Game. I like Pittsburgh. It's kind of leaning Colorado. Yeah. Pittsburgh always screw me, though. Like, if I'm on Pittsburgh, they'll lose. If I bet against them, they'll win. I'm looking at Pittsburgh Bettis tonight. is supposed to be a gas can. Yeah, but, but he, he has I know. I know. He's actually pitched For a couple decent. multiple starts now. <laughs> like, know. it's actually not so. I know. It's, it's actually crazy. He's so cheap on DraftKings, too. I look forward to this and Cotta's take on that. 
I so like is Williams, actually. They both, you know, they both could pitch well. I think the over is something. Blackman's been on game. fire. I like Colorado, Cam. The, the Rockies bats are on fire right now, dude. Aaron out, out tonight, but uh, yeah, and I just, I, I just had Charlie I just Blackman. The games. What he's homered like three of his last. Charlie four Blackman games. is absolutely. I love that guy. No, it's it's very Second interesting. Second end game. of a double header tonight. Normally, normally I bet against the team. Like, yeah, there's not a lot of sweeps in double headers, right? But. I think the Jays can actually sweep the Royals. I agree today. too. Joe Biagini, if uh, Biagini, that's the goddess guy. Biagini. Hey, me and Joe Biagini got dinner plans. Yeah, Tony's yeah. Italian, but yeah. uh, he's always taking pot shots. So I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you. And I'm sure Sincada's going to say Biagini's definitely scuffing the ball. He's up to yeah. no good. You know what, Gabe? I could go for a duff, but uh, Danny Danny Duffy, yeah, like he's more like Fud. That's what they sell at Shelbyville. Fun. fun. You know what? He sucks. And I'll tell you. Shut up and drink your fun. <laughs> Eight three. Eight the good guys. You can put it on the board. Yes. Oh, that looks like that's got to get down. Oh, it's batting yeah, practice. Batting practice at Rogers Center. Yep. Blue Jays up 8-3. Who's, right who's pitching right now? Well, he's getting rocked. Wheels falling off for the Kansas City Royals. And uh, yeah. that was Grishuk. Grishuk with the three-run shot. There. Good for him. Actually, who knows pitching right there? The guy who uh, took over, Boyer, the the hero for Kansas City. Oh. They, that's why he's getting rocked. He had to worry about uh, driving yeah, us. A, we'll tell the story. Uh, the redheaded guy, it's Boyer. Like, it's like the movie Speed. Exactly. <laughs> Flying ice, like right through the windshield. And apparently, like the the driver of the Kansas City bus from the airport, he's a nice guy. Like Dan, Dan the senior, like he's like been a regular, whatever old guy. Boom, the ice goes right through the windshield. Dude, you'd be just, absolutely was, freaking out. It was just like I was talking about with Conor McGregor when he threw the dolly through the window and the glass shattered. That's what happened to the bus driver. Correct. The bus driver was driving the bus in downtown Toronto, and that, you know, that's the thing. That uh, we talked about it. That ice fell off the CN Tower through the roof. And also the Kansas City Royal team bus. They had two team buses. One of them exactly. Ice falls out of nowhere. Smashes the windshield of the uh, the bus. You know what happened? I think from the story that I read, they had two buses and the ice. They didn't get it off the top of the bus. So when you're driving fast, the ice from their own bus went through the windshield of the Oh, the one in front yeah, of it. Wasn't, oh. Yeah, it wasn't from like a tower. Or no, no, I know like it wasn't that. from the CN yeah. Tower. No, they exactly. Were, yeah. They were they were driving, and, and they were going. And, and, and yeah, think track. about it, because those cars are all solidified, Slid right? Off. Once you start motoring over, you know, 80, 80 miles an hour, boom, the sheet of ice Come went on. right through the windshield. Can you believe? Like stupid that's idiots. Insane. I'm talking about the bus company. You got to put salt up there. Yeah, on the roof what, of the bus. What are you doing? Where's the hot water? You can't have like sheets of ice sliding off, flying off. Yeah, it hit the windshield, and you're right. The relief pitcher, Boyer, had to take yeah. control and drive. Yeah, and now he's pitching for Kansas City, and obviously he's uh, still thinking about the bus. Unbelievable. It's a good thing Dennis Hopper didn't call on a cell phone and say, you can't stop this bus. <laughs> Imagine, like, that, like, the Kansas City Royals are on a bus, and, like, some madman's like, no, you can't, you can't stop, stop the, the bus. bus, and they're speeding through the icy streets. Royals. There's a movie right there. <laughs> Speed 3. It's better the Royals. Better than the crap that uh, Hollywood spits out. <laughs> I love these guys on the Jays today. It's a, they're, they're bringing everybody into this game. It's going to be Tiasco Hernandez. Yeah, Tiasco Hernandez is at the dish. Yeah, Blue Jays are up 8-3 uh, right now. So, so after the over? Baseball. Were you on the over, too? Those no, two I wanted games. to, and I should have, actually. Should have, could have, would have. I looked at it. I've been, you know, I've been peeking at it all day. I've got a, uh, I got a parlay, the Toronto Blue Jays and the Toronto Raptors, which is probably a very stupid thing to do. 
just because you sound like my buddy fits the old Toronto two-step uh, three-step. No. It actually works though. It's a lot the Toronto of the time. two-step. Yeah, it, it works. Well, we got it, the it Blue Jays out of the way right now. Yeah, the Rock should beat Washington tonight, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Well, so now I don't have to worry about the seven points. Uh, you're getting another run in this game too. Yeah, I, I feel bad for Boyer. He's getting absolutely shell shocked. He's right a better now. bus driver than pitcher. Correct. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps pitching like this. He's going to be a bus I driver. I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow, man. <laughs> that was, the, yeah, they're just absolutely teeing off right If now. I was the pitching coach and the manager, I'd give him, uh, I'd cut him some slack. I'd say, listen, you saved our lives yesterday, and we yeah. appreciate it, uh, but, but you keep pitching like this, uh, you know, you might have a future as a bus driver. <laughs> you hand him like uh, the... Uh, you had remember like we were running we had we had the ads Megabus they were looking for drivers right, exactly Megabus is actually we talked about you it look all. like a bus driver you'd be like a uh, you'd be like a good bus driver did I tell you the, the time we uh, I picture you on like long distance bus drivers like you know I took a bus recently and the guy man it was like you know checking in the jail he's like if anyone smokes and uh, there's any drugs on the bus I'll report you immediately and I won't uh, report I won't report drink. you that's what I'm saying <laughs> like camp. People would be getting on with, like, cases of beer and bottles of camera. Hey, have a good time, everyone back there, huh? <laughs> I, do I look like a bus driver? Maybe a little bit. So speaking of uh, transportation, uh, Southwest uh, Airlines earlier in the day had a little incident leaving, oh. leaving LaGuardia, New York. Brutal. I believe the incident. flight Southwest, yeah, Southwest uh, from LaGuardia to Dallas had to abort after one of the engines blew up. Well, you showed me the picture. It was shredded. Yeah, shrapnel like, I mean, of metal shrapnel. started flying everywhere through the sky and stuff. And it rarely happens, but it happened. And so the engine imploded, basically. And, uh, yeah, there were, like, pieces of metal, and it kind of exploded. So pieces of metal by just, of course... Flew right through the windows, punctured uh, the punctured one window. If I was on that plane, I don't know. Oh my god, man! Wow, well, I'd be suing the hell out of these people. Oh, it's... The, think about think about that. The windows open, the wind and the resistance in the plane. You said what the guy was, was basically going to go out the window, but the people it were was a woman. Him. A woman. A woman got sucked out. So basically, yeah. Boom! Imagine being on a plane. I, I, you hear an explosion. Sh- you think you're gonna. Pants. You think you're gonna die. Oh yeah, that's all. So you're like, ah, oh, boom! We're going down, or a terrorist attack. Yep. There's an explosion. Boom! The cabin pressure, though, is that's everything. The thing. <laughs> here, come the ma- here come the masks. Well, you gotta wear your seatbelt. The thing, like, even when you're passed out and stuff, don't just put the seatbelt on when. Uh, I can't lie to you. I'm pretty, I actually leave I'm pretty, it on. I'm pretty big. Even like, though I'll get drunk and loud on a plane, Dave, I leave know, my seatbelt no, on. No, the thing is, I got that boiler going, and sometimes that seatbelt gets real uncomfortable. So I do the old, like, kind of when she's walking by, checking. It's it's not on. Yeah, you won't be the first one to fly out the window, though. There'll be lighter people. That's a good you. point. Maybe I could just, like, just, just <laughs> yeah, stay in there. You're not yeah. getting me. This is your, your poorliness <laughs> yeah. is going to save your life. That's the thing. In, in an airplane, yeah, you're right. If you're lean, you'll go right through that you window. You wouldn't even fit through the window. Nope. It'll, even, even with the pressure, can't get me. You'd be like Homer Simpson the time he was stuck in the tube at the water park. Oh, that was the best. They're like, send, send more, kids. more kids down. The, that episode was on too, and the crane put the boo. They're all booing. Over. Hey, and it was on the news. The family was just oh, come on over. Yeah. So unfortunately, though, somebody did die uh, from the shrapnel. So the shrapnel went through the windows, pierced the plane, goes through the windows, kills somebody. 
and some poor girl got sucked out. But survived. And, yeah, people people saved her life. They actually grabbed her and pulled her back in. That's amazing. And I'll tell you what you just said, though. This lawsuit, like, you, you said it. Like, you saved this lady. Like, if you're one of the survivors on the plane, you I want... don't want to sit in the middle of the plane by the wing now, ever. No, no, that's the thing. And I always get that seat. What you the... always see me on the wing. Like, I'm always on the wing. I've got the wing a few seat. times. I, I don't like always... I hate the wing. You know what's funny? I never even heard of this happening before. I guess it's happened one time in the last 10 years only. And the last time it happened... The metal did not go through the window. It just hit the plane Play, yeah. and bounced off type of a thing. And, you know, left a couple of holes, but that's all right. This was different. Like, yeah, it, it went right exploded. through the window. You yeah. saw the pictures. It ripped a massive hole in the plane. It is shredded. No, like, it's, absolutely... it's amazing only one person died. I agree with honest. you. It's absolutely a miracle. And, but there are people that are, that are injured, obviously, as well. But, um, yeah, Southwest Airlines, i got to be honest, I've never been a big fan of Southwest Airlines. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, they have those $49 trips, eh, you know, from Vegas to L.A. I'm like, eh, yeah, what do you, well, you get what you pay for? That's kind of what uh, I was If you're paying $49 and they're not checking your bags, what, you think yeah. they're they're cutting costs <laughs> yeah. elsewhere. They had a, I remember they had $99 anywhere in the continental in the United States except for Hawaii and Alaska. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? They had that deal. Like, you could fly anywhere in the States except for Hawaii and Alaska for 99 Yeah, yeah. Southwest, they have hip commercials, but uh, their yeah. planes, a little old. Yeah. I'd rather shell out. And uh, I actually, but look, I flew on that Colombian Airlines recently, man. I looked at their track record. They had like 32 crashes. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not in the last few years, but... None in the last few years. You're but saying the maintenance levels are not up to snuff. It's crazy, though. Like, I, I took a propeller plane, a smaller plane. I hate those small planes, I take, I used to take them up north all the time. And uh, I was on one of those deals. And exactly, I was by the wing and by the window. It's... And the propeller started going. And there was three of them. Right? No, it was a nice new yeah. modern oh, one. So he's moving. It yeah. was airporter. So yeah. the three propellers start going, though, Cam. They were right next to my window. And it actually crossed my mind. I was like, you know... If one of these propellers flew off, it's right through your it would head. impale me. Yeah, of course. It, it would go right through this little tin plane and kill me. And I was actually thinking about it. It was actually freaking me out. And then I was like, man, whatever, dude. Propellers aren't going to fly off through the plane. So when I hear this today, I was like, oh, my God. That's what I thought of and I was worried about once when I was looking at the propeller. So, yeah, imagine, Cameron, especially you. You're doing a lifeline. You know, you're just sitting there. You're having a drink. You're looking out the wing. And oh. then, you just sort of hear this noise, boom, there's metal, your window's open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're be, I'm sure some of the injuries are like people having heart attacks. The, last, stuff, time, out, the right? last time me and you flew, when we were both getting wasted before this last trip to LA, uh, sorry, to Vegas, the only reason I didn't flip out Gabe, when you were talking to people, when I looked out the window, I almost saw another plane hit us. That's, and, after that <laughs> po- and after that point, I'm like, I don't even know why the hell I fly. I don't care if it's safer than a car. I'd rather go in like John Madden, do it in a big RV. And I don't care if it takes two days to get there, man. Just, I, I've seen some stuff in the air. These planes get a little bit too close for my liking. <laughs> no, I remember when we were both on the plane. Like, you were like, hey, you're talking to people and stuff. And I look yeah, and I see, I see a plane cut across. Like, I'm seeing the other plane. That should not happen, man. I just saw, I just saw a story on 60 Minutes uh, about Allegiant Airlines. They're brutal? Uh, Allegiant, yeah, yeah. Three, rock, time, three, times more, uh, three times more incidents on their airline than others. Like, basically, like... Big time airlines like check things every day. Yep, they check yeah. things every seven days. They let it slide. Don't worry about it. It was checked. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> cheap air, cheap airfare though. It is. Right? Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll get you there cheap. Yeah, yeah you want to gamble with your life? That's uh, I don't like that. 
I prefer uh, WestJet. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I like about WestJet, too? They actually have real good satellite TV on. So if there's a big game on, you can watch it. I'm sick and tired of going on airlines that you don't give me, like, good TV. Come on, it's what year are we in now? Like the other, the other one, we're flying, we're flying Air Canada. They go, hey, you want to watch a documentary about ice sculptures and uh, Anukshuks? Screw off, man. Yeah. I want to watch a damn game. I'm so, you got to have satellite TV. You know what I don't like? I get on a plane, exactly, and uh, nowadays, they're like, oh, you need to download the app, and you can watch whatever you want yeah. on your own device. Download the app. What the hell is that? Exactly. How like, would I just watch the damn game? Like you said, yeah, WestJet's good. They have the TVs on the seat. Beautiful. And... Not just with movies that are already pre-canned movies there, but they have live TV. They do. That's what you need. You need live TV. Exactly. Nowadays, they have Wi-Fi on planes, I guess. If you're willing to pay a lot of money, I don't know. I've never done it. I've never seen it. No. The man on campus was doing it, actually, I saw. Wi-Fi on the plane? Yeah. Never I saw, done he was. I saw him tweeting from how, a plane. How much? I don't know. I think it's like 20 bucks, yeah. maybe, for the... Uh, on my airline, Gabe, I'd serve food, too. I don't like flying all these airlines where I don't get a meal. I want a meal. <laughs> I like getting fed when I'm in the air. It keeps me happy. Lowers my stress level. We used to get it all the time. Like, remember, you get nice breakfast. You get nice chicken cordon bleu. Like, I can't even get a bag of peanuts on a plane now. They're so cheap. Tight, tight, tight. I don't no, know what's going on. It. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 where are the pretzels? Like, you can't even get snacks. You're paying for Pringles. I got a ham and cheese sandwich and a, and, and a half can of Pringles for 20 bucks. Give me a break. <laughs> what a joke. Yeah, discount airline. I saw an Air Canada commercial on TV the other day. They're like complimentary drink, extended no. leg room. No, that's like, not what true. That, that's about? pure BS, man. There's no free drinks. No, we can attest to it. We just came back from Vegas. No. The drinks were very expensive. No. Very it's like seven bucks for a little thing yeah, of wine. Yeah, free drinks. My ass. <laughs> Extended leg room. What are they talking about? I don't know, man. It was pretty tight. The Southwest has extended arm room. Unfortunately, it's because you can stick your arm out the window. <laughs> Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony Sincata will join us uh, shortly. A lot of DFS uh, to get to. Tomorrow we'll talk some uh, DFS golf. What's yeah. the tournament this week? Well, we got, uh, what is it, Texas? Oh, what, what, I don't even know what tournament. What am I, like, not even paying attention? What is it? Uh, not the Houston Open. It's something in Texas, I think. Uh, let me see. Is it the Her- no Heritage was last the Texas week. Texas Open. Is it the? Is that what it is? Yeah, the Texas Open, right? Valero Texas Open. Just the Texas Open. Oh, not even a sponsor anymore. Pretty weak. <laughs> the Texas Open. <laughs> last week was great. I didn't have Kodaira, but uh, man, he was so cheap on DraftKings. Gabe, he was like sixty. He's a top fifty player in the world, and I think he was like sixty-seven hundred dollars. He's like one of the guys at the bottom. So for all the people that took him, they did quite well. 
Well, it seems like another big tournament this week is uh, the Trophy Hassan. Oh, yeah, that's right on the European Tour, the Trophy Hassan. Nice, nice. John Rahm actually went back to Spain last week and won the Spanish Open. So, like, this guy's an absolute hero. You should have seen his girlfriend, too. Like, she was there at the trophy. What a smoke show. Like, this guy's really uh, living life right now. John Rahm is, like, I can't think of a guy that's uh, on more fire. Like, winning his own country's tournament. The lady did well at the Masters. He's doing quite well. Five uh, five million dollar purse in this uh, trophy. Hassan, nice. Yeah, the Hassan Golf Trophy is a golf tournament in Morocco, hosted yep. by His Royal Highness Prince Moulay Rashid. I like his style. The tournament was named after his father, Hassan, who served as the king of Morocco. I've been to Morocco. It's very hot. <laughs> That's all you've got for us? I was only there for a day. It was on a. It was on like a stop on like a cruise when I went when I had money. Remember when Mike Weir won the Masters and I won uh, like I won like six grand, and uh, my chick at the time was like, "Okay, well, this you got money." I'm like, "Wow, it would have been nice to save a little bit of it, but that's what happens." Eh? You went on a world cruise. Yeah, I went on a world cruise, buddy. Went everywhere. It was actually went to Gibraltar. That's where the monkey pissed on me. Uh, when- <laughs> They're like flying monkeys. Hey, eh? you feed them an apple, and they're like jump on. They like jump on you. They're like flying squirrels, and yeah, they just uh, they like to attack. So Crazy the, the monkey jumped on you, and then took a piss on your shoulder. Yeah, he took a piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go on. Like he was on me and taking a piss on my shoulder. But yeah, I got a little bit of it. But uh, yeah, those monkeys are. Uh, there's, there's, they're, they're lethal. There's monkeys in Costa Rica too. Do they, do they, do they fly? No, um, like the, these ones can really—they're almost like flying squirrels. Yeah, like they, they sort can really of yeah, motor. Yeah, they can motor around. And uh, thing is, though, I was warned. They're like, "Listen, there's a couple of angry monkeys on the loose in this yeah. neighborhood." It's <laughs> a great point. I was like, "What are you kidding me?" And they're like, "No, no, no, we're not kidding." There's a like an animal sanctuary, and they always escape. They 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 climb over and they, they take off, but they they can be a little aggressive. They, no, they are great. That's the thing. <laughs> like, there's an assumption like you look yeah, at a friendly a... monkey, but they're not friendly. Like monkeys no. are actually they like to stir it up. No, yeah. I got one on my shoulder. I don't want to meet a monkey on the side of the road in Costa Rica. I, I got to bring actually a picture. Costa Rica, in. dude. There's all kinds of things. The same thing. There's like, oh yeah, you got to watch out for the snakes too. They were saying about how there was like a twenty foot snake like in a parking lot. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's the best. So you get you fall down wasted on the street, and next thing you know, you wake up with a python around your neck as a pillow. That's the thing, man. They got all sorts of types. You of, saw uh, the, you saw the gators too. I saw oh, the gators. Those gators, the way they oh, were the crocs. They were crocs. Yeah, sorry, yeah, those crocs. Remember people throwing over the bags of like what was it like chicken feet or whatever it is? Those crocs, they are fast, man. Like you fall in that water, oh man. Yeah. I don't like crocs or gators. They're, they're, they're tough. There's more animal species in uh, Costa Rica than anywhere in the world. And I'd have to say I was not there, but I think a lot of them are poisonous probably. Uh, yeah. I'd have to assume that in that in that type of climate and culture, I'm assuming, I think that I'm a assuming lot of them, up there in the rainforest is yeah, not a good time. It's not like you're hanging out in the river with a garter snake, a water snake. He might bite you on the leg. Ah, you laugh. You know, those snakes, they bite you. You're dead. Like you need, uh, See, that's the you thing, need like, serum. Like our friend Dave Malinsky, more of an adventurist. He wants to uh, to appreciate nature up close and stuff. But, like, you know, I'm aware, too. I'll just get, you know, I'll get. Uh, yeah, like bitten by a tarantula? Yeah, I'll get bitten by a tarantula. Scorpion? I'll trip over face first into some sort of poison ivy yeah. sort of poisonous flower. <laughs> Something bad will happen up there. Like, yeah. you know, not even like people even that go on these, uh, they go on the rainforest and stuff like that. My brother, my brother's, uh, my half brother. He's a little bit different than me. He's an adventurous kind of thing. Like he's got kids and stuff now in Calgary, but he used to like sleep on beaches and do stuff. Him and his buddy, yeah, they went into the wilderness. But the, this guy actually went on a trip by himself, and the thing is, he ate the wrong mushroom and like died. 
Like these things can happen. Like that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not smart enough to figure these things out if oh, I go God, on adventures. No. Like you know what I mean. Like oh, that is that berry edible. Like I'm an idiot. Like I can't. I, I don't know what's going. A on. A survivalist show in the wilderness with me and Cam would uh, would last uh, shorter than our uh, Survivor baseball pool did. <laughs> Yeah, that show where they like basically where they send you out in the open and the guy on the horse catches you, we'd be ca- I think we'd be caught real quick. You'd be sitting there blazing one of the guys like Adventure Man's like, hey, there's the smoke. Ah, <laughs> oh, there they are. Yeah, we got you in 49 seconds. Yeah, the Manhunter guy. Yeah, Manhunter. Manhunter would get us so quick. Like, uh, yeah, you know, like, I could hide a bit, but not. not we're not. I'm, I can't lie. I can't lie to you. Like, I, I've I'm seen a that show guy. a few times, and yeah. I think I could have sort of a puncher's chance. For how long? A puncher's chance. How, okay, when does Manhunter Only start? because, dude, I would sort of throw him, but it would sort of be like I gamble. I would just head for the, the line right away, Cam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, go for no, it. I'd confuse <laughs> him and like try to outrun him because he's old and stuff. Yeah. I've seen some people do it. He's but, got a horse, though. I know. I know. And his and horse he's got, is, his, and he's I, got I, a I, rope, too. Yeah, he's got a lasso. His horse is smart, too. He like That's the thing about animal. He's a tracker. Like, he... Like, this guy can track jackrabbits, let alone human beings. I know, but look at the two dudes that broke out of jail. That, that was shocking, actually. They had zero experience in the woods. That was that was survival. They had zero experience in the woods. Weren't they living on Subway? They lasted for, no, no uh, Pop-Tarts. Oh, yeah, Pop-Tarts. That's right. That was Subway. They Subway. hoarded Pop-Tarts in prison. <clears throat> they had, like, Pop-Tarts, peanut butter, and crackers. They basically were hoarding any sort of prison snacks that they could. For they, Stooges, so they, they did thought, quite well, man. Yeah, and the thing is, he laughed about it because they actually stole a radio, all right? They found a radio. Hear the cops. So they could hear, no, not like a trend. They, they had like an AM radio. So he said that they kept on saying on the news about how uh, they're not wilderness and they're not woodsmen. He's like, well, I don't know. We've been out here for 17 days. <laughs> they were laughing. <laughs> they were even smart enough to bring um, salt and pepper. They brought uh, salt and pepper shakers with them, and uh, they would leave it behind them. Oh, nice, nice. To, yeah, yeah. to put the dogs off the scents. Sounds so like these were, guys yeah. were adventurous. Yeah. They were outdoors guys. You know what did them in, though, in the end? One of the guys did him in the end uh, was, uh, was the fact that he got drunk out there. Yeah. That was their big mistake. Well, you know what? Because they were breaking into if, cabins. If me and you were out there for like 17 days, wouldn't we get the urge to drink one night? They were breaking into cabins, and they were finding alcohol. I knew, I knew it. You, bear, you, you buckled down on the, on the light peanut butter instead of the good. Yeah, meaning light peanut uh, butter. God, you told me. Uh, I, just, I knew you wouldn't return it. You wanted the, you want, you, the funny thing is they had yeah, Cam, Cam can't help himself. He sees food. He has to touch it. Like, there's a jar of Tony Cicada joints. There's a jar of peanut butter sitting there. I'm Tony. just saying it's the GIF's on sale for three ninety nine. He it's can't help himself. Butter. Like he starts looking at, it, picks it up, and He's I'm starving. I can't. I can't lie to you. So I'm sitting here with the listeners, right? And I'm listening, and uh, Cam's talking about the monkey peeing on him. And I was wondering at that point, does he provide discipline and spank the monkey? <laughs> I was in Gibraltar, too, Tony. What a place. Wow. You know, I'm thinking about that 17 days out in the wilderness, right? And you're all, you're on the run for your life, and you don't want to go back not to Not only are you in the wilderness, yeah, you've got like, the yeah, cops chasing exactly. you. Yeah. You're done. So, and you guys are talking about taking out fine time for drinking. Would you actually take time to masturbate as well? If I found a cabin. <laughs> well, you're in the wilderness. Who's that looking? was unoccupied. Yeah, well... I'd prefer a cabin and to find somebody's booze, too, in there. That'd be amazing. I'm going to say no. 
No. I'm going to say no. No, you're all damp. You're all cold. Life's not good. Yeah, after, seven, after 17 days, yeah, I would 17 do it after the first days. week or whatever. But week number two or three, you'd think about it. I they got lucky, though. They brought Pop-Tarts with them. They broke into a cabin. They found a half ounce of weed. Who are these guys? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Everything's falling just right for them. This yeah. doesn't seem real. I know. They were on the run, and they found the half ounce of weed. So they said that they smoked the weed. They, they got drunk because just whatever. They figured, all right, we'll get drunk. Except the next day, Buddy kept wanting the drink. One of the guys wanted the drink. And the other guy was like, listen, we, we, gotta move, we can't just hang around drinking here. Man, we got to go. So he said, bring the booze if you want. So the guy, one of the guys brought the booze with him. And you're not going to, you know, you got the FBI and stuff. Like, they probably could down. smell good be- whiskey in the, in the air. I, I have a feeling in the dogs. They well, can smell it. Well, when they shot the guy, actually, he was all wasted, right? He was pissed drunk. He had pissed himself. And, yeah, he was all sick. And, you're, you know, like you said, Kemp, one of the guys, the drunk guy, ate some berries that got, got sick. That the other guy, if you remember, remember it was the blonde, bald guy there, <laughs> uh, Sweat, David yeah, Sweat. Yeah, David Sweat. Yeah, David Sweat told him, don't eat those, man. Don't eat anything out here. We don't know. Exactly. And uh, the the other guy, I think his, the name was Best, actually. I'm not sure, but. One of them was dating the chick from the cop shop. That's how another thing, too. When they were asking the lady, like, they, she wasn't giving them direct answers. She also helped their cause for a while. I watched it on Dateline. I remember. Well, she helped yeah. them. No, yeah, she, she helped them to a certain got, extent. No, she got them a bunch of materials yes, to help exactly. them break out. Correct. And um, she was supposed to have a car for them. But that didn't work out. Yeah, and remember she said that they were going to break out and come and kill her husband and stuff, which yeah. they weren't going to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so when they broke out, they popped out of a sewer a couple of blocks away from the prison, and there was supposed to be a car waiting for them. There was no car. That's where things started to go wrong. They had a great plan getting out. They just sort of – then they made a big mistake running towards the border. That's right. They are running towards Canada. Yeah, which so they boxed themselves in. They should have went towards West Virginia. Lived in the hills of West Virginia. Uh, you, you really thought this one out, Moretzi. You're right, actually, though. That, that By going that way, you'd probably have a lot more space, a lot more well, chance no, the to David, live Well, no, the David Sweat guy had a place. Where he had, and that was his plan to get to West Virginia. But they were too stupid once they were, they were in the woods. They didn't know which direction they were going. And people actually thought they were getting to Pennsylvania at uh, what point in time. But, yeah, that guy's in uh, solitary right now. They yeah. don't want him breaking out anytime nope. soon. Surprised they haven't made a movie about him yet. I think they will. It'll it'll happen real soon. That was pretty crazy that they went that long. You said it, man. Like the over under for them survival was probably only a couple and a half days. Like they did really well. They covered. Are you, are you a camper, Tony? Will you last long out there? No, I would be. No, <laughs> no way. I mean, it's crazy. I think uh, camping is really, really not something I could do. Um, I get, uh, you know, I like to have games on. I like to have. You know, alcohol and steak and... and they have another that. one. You've seen the Manhunter show, right, where the guy's, like, hunting you down in the woods and stuff yeah. in the mountains? They, they yeah. had another one where it was in the city. So it'd be... It's actually cool. So you could take the subway or get a... Like, so, yeah, yeah, basically... Basically, yeah. The, it was, like, former U.S. Marshals, like Tommy Lee Jones types. <laughs> and they gave you, like, an eight-hour head start. Like, you're at the bus station in New York, and they're like, all right. We're not going to look. We're not going to do anything for 12 hours and go, right? And basically, where are you going to go? What city? Where do you do? Where do you go, et cetera? 
I think I could do all right with that one, but, you know, I'm not going to spend uh, two weeks of my life trying to find out on one of these TV shows. I agree. <laughs> I can you know, camp. The crazy. only thing I'm good at with camping, because I'll eat anything, too. Like, if you know what I mean? Like, if you put a spear into the water and caught a fish, like, I got no problem with that. You know, Marissa, I'd rather, I'll eat anything. I'd rather do one of these wilderness things, though, than actually, uh, like, be on Big Brother or something like that with a bunch well, of, like, douchebag jerks. Exactly. Heads. Like, oh, I, yeah. I would really freak on Big Brother. Like, I'd assault somebody, probably. I, could, I think I could assault I'd tell a chick. Brother. I'd say, listen, just shut the <laughs> F up, all right? Nobody gives a crap about your stupid challenge. You need to shut up. <laughs> and know, I'd, I'd, get... I think I'd be the first one voted out. Like, if I was on no. Big Brother, I don't think I'd be able to last. You'd stick around because people say, the guy's an a-hole. No one's going to keep him around. Let's keep him around one more week. And then it would last one more week. And then you'd start I, And I would be over. good. I would be good at playing them against each other, too. Yes. I would, like, sort of casually watch into the kitchen. I'd say, listen, Jennifer, I know we've had our differences and stuff, but <laughs> I'm just saying, man, you know, Katie and the girls are calling you a bitch. And, yes. You know, I, you, know, <laughs> you know, we don't have to be best of friends, but I'm just stating just that, you, yeah, should know. you know, I just want to let you know hey, that you know, all the guys are saying you're a slut. <laughs> Yeah. I've got your back on this, you know. Yeah, you really just sort of turn them against each other. And one of those shows too, like, what can you do? Like, are you allowed to have your addictions there? Like, for for like, that's a good point. Like, and I've said this before. Could, could, do you get a yes. bag of weed, or do I get a case of Pepsi or some beers? Like, what what the hell do I walk in with? Can I have my regular? That's stuff? a very good point. If you're allowed to bring like a case of Crown Royal. A quarter pound I think of I marijuana. Could, I think I could do quite well on that show. Yeah, that that, that changes do. everything. <laughs> Cam would last, actually. I think. For a little while, Tony, but you're right. They'd go reverse psychology. They'd be like, man, if Cam makes it to the final, people will vote for him. We can't let him get that far, right? Uh, yeah, they'd, they'd screw me. You know, one of the things you guys are talking about is uh, when you drink a lot, right? You drink a lot. When you get older, you got to pee a lot, right? Do you ever, like, do you pee a I got to piss now? right now. I got to piss yeah. right now, Tony. I'm actually on so, medication, Tony, where I'm I do, hoping I do Florio, like, piss a lot. Yeah. I'm hoping that Florio is uh, on cue this time with the commercial break. There we go. <laughs> da -da, da -da, da -da, da -da. Yeah. Yeah. How many times do you wake up in the night to take a leak, Tony? Like six? Three. <laughs> I'm about because I only I'm three, sleep like I'm three, three too, Tony. I'm three. Three minimum. Yeah, we're all taking a quick. Uh, it's a big pee party here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game Time Decisions, Ready, Heat, and Rage Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Right, the NFL Draft is uh, rapidly approaching. I want to start getting into uh, some of uh, some of the props, actually. I actually saw an interesting prop uh, today. A couple of quick NFL hits, uh, though, guys. Brett Favre audition for Monday Night uh, Football. Brett Favre auditioned to replace John Gruden as the Monday Night Football analyst. He's not, but He's not doing Tommy Copper or Wrangler anymore? He was doing really well on, with the Western Denim Tour there. And Tom, Tommy Copper. 
No, he's always looking for something that uh, something bigger, a little bit more lucrative. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the the uh, the audition did not go very well. Reportedly, and Brett Favre will not be <laughs> the new analyst on Monday Night Football. They're begging Peyton Manning to do it. You want to see my junk? <laughs> First, of, yeah, but Peyton Manning, like both those guys, have Me Too issues, right? Uh, how did they get by? I don't know. It's, they both, yeah, they both have exposed their genitalia. Yeah, that's to true. Too. One rubbed. <laughs> teabagged. Yeah, teabagged. <laughs> teabagged. Tennessee, old Tennessee teabagged. Tennessee yeah. Teabagged. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Tetley. Peyton Manning gave her the old Tennessee teabag. The old volunteer. That's good. I maintain this, too. I don't know, man. I've always listened. The Mannings get a free pass. You know, yeah. they they always have. They just do. You know, you see, know, if like, I was uh, like a Jim Nance type, like I like, you know what, I, I get any job I want, and I had Manning as my co-host, I would say, Peyton, I, I've been meaning to ask you this for a while. Did your wife really need that HGH that was sent to the house? What's up there, man? Come clean. <laughs> He'll tell you that Al Jazeera is a terrorist-run operation. <laughs> not not a credible, not a credible news source. But you're right. He got, you know, whatever, man. You know, we know that he wasn't juiced his entire career, but he took some stuff to rehab himself. It is what it is, but you want to suspend everyone else for Viagra and marijuana, and you want to nail everyone else to the cross all the time and tarnish their reputation. And, 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 you know, you go down the list. And, you know, the – listen, I'm not a big Ezekiel Elliott fan, right? I I don't like the guy. I think the kid's an idiot. I think that most players that go to Ohio State are stupid. Uh, I think that most of them are potential criminals when they leave the school. And that Urban Meyer should uh, probably be like a blood or a crip instead of a football coach because, like, he's a, you know. Anyways. <laughs> they should. He's like a gang leader. <laughs> he's like, he recruits the, you know. But, but. Uh, <laughs> Hernandez went there. Yeah? He, he was his coach there. Oh, of course. Too, right? Of course. Yeah. But, yeah, so my whole point Percy is, though. Hovind. Elliot got suspended without really doing anything. No, he wasn't nope. proven. He, he wasn't no, charged. He, he never charged that. He nope. never did anything. He didn't go to court. No one has proven him guilty. He like, lifted just, up a chick's top at yeah. Mardi Gras who was flashing her, you know, and I don't know, Peyton Manning teabagged someone, and, you know, they, they that doesn't seem to matter. The steroid thing never never seemed to matter. The um, the uh, the fake sign helmets with Eli never seen a matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great story. Yeah. Fake, like, fake know, like, Imagine if Cam Newton got caught selling fake helmets, oh, and he, there was text messages of him saying, "Just say they're game used." Yeah. He'd be done. People would be like, "What a scammer!" And Cam the scammer, and like he already, oh, yeah. he already lost his yogurt deal. Like he's not even doing but, that. The the yogurts anymore. I think they got another player for for him. Oh like, yeah, this, this guy. He, yeah. Uh, he called the female he questioned reporter. The girl. About, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. He she lost his yogurt playbook. deal for questioning the reporter. He said, yeah, like, yeah. you know our playbook, playbook, right? And he laughed at her. Yeah. Bye-bye, Dannon. Yeah, he loses the Dannon yogurt deal. People dig into her Twitter account. She's dropping an N-bomb. Uh, She's yeah. like a little racist yeah. uh, twat. Exactly. <laughs> she keeps her job, Tony, somehow, right? Like Charlotte yeah, Observer. Good, jo- good the, job in I'll Charlotte. I'll tell you what. That was a turnaround. That was a little interesting there. That was a little crazy there. So, um yeah, Cam was actually also an Urban Meyer player who was uh, actually kicked out of the school for stealing a laptop. Very good point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The laptop, yeah, I believe he was in a library, and uh, there was a laptop sitting there, and on the way out he grabbed it. It was a crime of opportunity. No, but <laughs> the, problem was, the problem was he crossed out the name that was on it. <laughs> 
It had someone's name, and he just crossed it off. He ripped off the tag, right? A lot of crazy stuff from football today. There's a kid on Michigan. So there's a linebacker on Michigan who went on Twitter and basically, I don't know, he seems to be in some sort of weird feud with some other person. He basically said, you know, if you come and try to get me, I'll cap your ass. And then he got suspended by Michigan. Yeah. And basically put like a gun and put Harbaugh in a tweet. So now this kid is being investigated for threatening Jim Harbaugh. Things nice and things oh, there going was well a, here. There was a picture of a gun with Jim Harbaugh's thing attached to yeah, it. Yeah, we basically said, I'll get you all, and yeah. Harbaugh was, was in it. Uh, he said, a- now now you guys. Basically, somebody was, he said, he was like speaking in code to somebody on Twitter. He said, don't forget, Michigan is open carry. I'm not your friend. And then he said, they sent somebody to my crib before. I was nice enough to call the cops. Next time, uh, I'll call in the morgue. I'm talking with facts. So then Michigan basically were like, yo, kid, what the hell is yeah, going on here, down like, here. On, on Twitter? And then basically he got kicked off the team. And then he went back on Twitter saying, so I get threatened and I'm going to protect my family. And now, uh, now you kick me off the team, you know, and then it went into the F you all type stuff. And, you know, with, with threats and Harbaugh was included in one of them. University of Michigan campus police and Ann Arbor police um, and de- detectives are responding to uh, to Elisi Mbumbase's Twitter threats. They met with football staff and athletic uh, staff to gather information, including his last known address. All right, so we got we got that uh, out of the way. Um, Odell Beckham wants to play for the New York Giants. Tony, <laughs> that's that's good because he's. Uh, Odell Beckham wants to play for the New York Giants. And he gets Des a lot. Bryan, of, you know what? Des Bryant wants to join him. Yeah, dude, through all wow. of this, through all of this, he didn't run his mouth. And he, didn't no, act, he didn't. He didn't act yeah. like a bitch at all. You're right. He didn't. He, say, didn't, he showed up absolutely too. nothing. He showed up. I know. I, he like ninety uh, percent of the people would not have shown up, and he showed up, and he still gets crap. Yeah. So Odell Beckham says, "No, no, I don't know. You know, I'm going to be a giant," and Des Bryant is throwing it out there that he wants to be a New York Giant and play with Odell Beckham Jr. Wow. So uh, it's interesting, actually, that Des Bryant, he's being honest about the teams. Like, they they asked him, so where do you want to go? And he goes, and I knew this. Remember I told you guys he's going to have on the Redskins? I think Des Bryant, like, would would sign with With anybody in that division. Yes. Anybody, Phil. Anybody who takes yeah. up. Like if the Eagles yeah. said you want to play for us, he'd jump Sold. on it. The Giants or yeah. the Redskins. I think he's just he wants to get Dallas. He sees that star. He's seeing red right now. Yeah. So Des Bryant says, uh, "Oh, I'm here in the Giants. Going to draft uh, Saquon Barkley. Imagine me, Shepard, Engram, uh, Eli Manning." So he's going off about it, and he also said uh, that uh, the Houston uh, Houston Texans. Are on his list. That makes total sense yeah, too. At least, uh, even though they're not a rival. See, the Giants make no sense because they already have one slow receiver that's uh, off the chart with Brandon Marshall. Well, he's the new Brandon Brandon Marshall. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't put the, those two guys on the field at the same time. I forgot about Brandon Marshall. <laughs> is right. he still there? Yeah, he still is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but what happened at the end of the year? Didn't he not play? Like, it didn't end well last year, did it? No, it was yeah, a horrible year. year. He has a two-year contract, and they gave him like eleven million dollars. That was a dumb signing at the time. Oh yeah, like I was shocked. Like this, these big guys, they go down quick. And I said, Sterling Shepard's already better than what they got. Why would they pay Brandon Marshall? 
All right, so the prop I was talking about earlier, guys, will there be six quarterbacks taken in the first round of the NFL draft? It's plus 175 to the yes. Will there be six quarterbacks taken in the first round? So we know about the big three. So we've got the Josh Allen, the uh, Josh Allen, Rosen, Darnold. Right. Oh, the kid from Wyoming so, definitely those, going. So, 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 no, but I'm so, saying those, kids, those, those guys, guys are, are top seven. They're no, no, I'm saying those are top five, top yeah. sevens. I think four. Baker Mayfield is going in the first round. That's Dude, four. Lamar Jackson. Lamar, yeah, or going third overall Did, to the Did you say the total was yeah. five and a half? Yes. Yes, over, 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 over. No, I think it's going to short. So, listen, no. so we got Josh Allen. Yes. Josh Rosen. Yep. Sam Darnold. Correct. Baker Mayfield. All guaranteed. Yes. Lamar Jackson? Yep. Mid-first rounder? Maybe. Where's that last one coming? Is it going to be Mason Rudolph drafted late? See, I, I don't think I, – I think that he doesn't go in the first round, and I think there's a chance. There's a chance that Jackson doesn't go in the first round. Jackson will go in the first round. He's too good of an athlete. Somebody will pick him up. I know. There's a you, you'll see, you'll, you'll, I think you'll go. In, I'll think you go in the first round, though. People, people just know about his foot speed. They know how dangerous he is, man. And once he, once he figures it out, like if this guy can actually become like a good quarterback, read everything, he's going to be absolutely lethal. He'll go in the first round. When's the last time a there? running quarterback won the Super Bowl? What a running, running quarterback? A lot of silence. Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's, Russell that's Wilson. about it, right? Russell Wilson. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's a running quarterback. He's successful, Tony. Yeah, he's but played yeah, no, five he's successful games in the NFL. He won, won a Super Bowl. I know. He's won a Super Bowl. He hasn't lasted a month yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. played he was five healthy. games. Yeah, when he's healthy, he played well. Name a mountain after him. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Russell. Well, yeah, running quarterbacks. The Who last else? mobile quarterback. Colin Kaepernick got to the, uh, got to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cam, Cam Newton got to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Didn't win. I don't know if Cam's a mobile. Yeah, I guess he's a mobile quarterback. He's, he's he mobile. He runs yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. But, you know, pure pure run. I don't know. We can get into. We can get into. I know Cam's a mobile quarterback, but he's, he throws the ball as well. Um, That's we the thing he doesn't in, do good. We can get into. Um, I don't know if he's got wide receivers. He's so inaccurate. He's inconsistent. Yeah, he's very inconsistent. Throws the ball high all the time, too. So Josh Allen, listen, Josh Allen could be the number one pick in the draft. Allen, Mayfield, Darnold, and Rosen. Guarantees. Guarantees. All right, so then we get into Lamar Jackson. I do believe that Lamar Jackson, like Cam said, he's not getting out of the first round. So that gets us to five. And then there's the Mason Rudolph. To me, it comes down to, will Mason Rudolph be drafted in the first round? And I'll tell you what. I know the Buffalo Bills like him. And the Bills have the 22nd pick if the Bills don't trade up. Now, there's I see our boy Cameron 2 Drew is uh, tweeting about a rumor of LaShaw McCoy getting traded to the New York Giants alongside some draft picks. Now we're going to get into the crazy rumor stuff. But I'm going to take a shot and say yes. Six quarterbacks are drafted in the first round. I'm with Ken. Plus 175. That's good. Yeah, take back. Mason sure. Rudolph gets drafted late in the first round by somebody. Yeah, Lamar Jackson and the rest. Yeah, I, th- I could see them all being there. I think six is good. If it's five and a half, plus 175, I think that's a good wager. 
I definitely gonna have New five England Patriots. New England Patriots are gonna do something too. Tom Brady's getting old. Like they're, yeah. they're gonna they, they're gonna they actually no had a couple of mocks talking about uh, them picking a quarterback. No way they draft a first round quarterback with the holes they have. They'll pick a quarterback, but it won't be in the first round. But late, yeah, yeah. later on. No, I agree. They'll t- they'll take one in the third. Yeah. You know, third, third or fourth. Patriots, well, you uh, know, we'll see unless unless they really, really, really like a love guy. A guy. You know who eventually is going to have to get a quarterback is uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Big yeah. Ben's one hitting away from the party being over. I agree 100%. There's a lot of Landry Jones is not your guy. Is, is that their no, plan? No, no. They should go so, get Alex Van Pelt from Pitt. The other, <laughs> the, yeah, the other kid is uh, Joshua Dobbs, the kid out of Tennessee. He's, he's all right. He's raw. He's not an NFL caliber quarterback. They're going to have to start thinking about that. The Chargers are going to have to start thinking about this a little bit yep. eventually. Although Philip Rivers seems to be, be that in, late in the first round, that could take a, like yeah, surprise Kellen, people. Kellen Clemens isn't going to be a season, but he's a career backup. You know, guys, I thought you were going to say too that the the Chargers could be, be that team, that team that's actually a dangerous team coming into this year. They actually might be. It's going to be the second year in LA. They're going to be more settled. Their defense is freaking good, and they had a ton of injuries last year. Like they're pretty much like Jacksonville defense, good. You know, I don't know. It's I, Philip Rivers just sort of seems to have some sort of ceiling that he hits the wall at like nine wins though all the time. You know, because yeah. the defense is damn good. They've got a lot of talent on the offensive side of the football. There's really no excuse why the Chargers can't be a very dangerous team in the AFC and a pretty moderate to average AFC guys. I agree. Like who's good? Hey, that Who's West really good? Like, Houston. There's a lot of New teams England. rebuilding, man. Houston. The and Denver New Broncos are terrible. Yeah, the are. Chiefs have Mahomes. Raiders are overrated. Raiders are with Gruden. Yeah, they're old. They're kind of overrated. Chiefs aren't going to take a step back. Um, you know, you go through the Cleveland Browns or the, the Browns still. The Bengals are rebuilding. You go through the list of teams. Who are the best teams? Houston, I think, would be suddenly a good that team. Southern Division suddenly not that yeah, bad. Jacksonville. Oh yeah, Houston. All four of those teams could win the division. Tennessee's not bad. They got a new coach. They got, coach. They got a lot of talent. Work the defense. Well, they got Mike Vrabel now there now. One of the few Patriots I don't hate. Yeah, Mike Vrabel. Yeah, like Ohio State guy too. He's a yeah, Patriot he's a and a Buckeye. Guy. You like him? That's rare. Sounds like nice you're racist. You like the white Ohio State guy. He was guys. nice to me. You met Mike Vrabel and he was cool. <laughs> no, I've defended Terrell Pryor. Settle down, Tony. I defended Terrell Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> How did you defend Terrell Pryor? I thought it was – I don't I don't understand how Terrell Pryor got suspended in the NFL for getting tattoos in college. I still don't oh, understand Oh, I don't get that. it either. I mean, the, the whole NFL is a – it's crazy. Like, I, I don't I, – I still, to this day, I don't I, – I don't. It's insanity. And the other last NFL uh, news of the day is Aaron Rodgers is getting pissed off at the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Evidently, and I don't know whether – Get the guy you, some damn help, man. He's I don't know if you agree with this. He's not consulted. I thought that he would have been told, and I was way off about this stuff. Yeah. You brought up Alex Van Pelt. It was his quarterback's coach. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers liked them. Yeah. They fired him without telling him. It's nuts. Yeah. I can't believe they fired the quarterback coach without saying to Aaron Rod. Aaron Rodgers is the one that should be hiring and firing the quarterback coach. When you think of every team that's been close – and you look at Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. What have they done to help this guy? And Honestly, like they it's did ridiculous. It, they didn't tell him they were letting Jordy Nelson go. His buddy. Oh. Now, yeah. So I thought, I assumed that all now that Rodgers would say, "All right, we don't have a choice. We got to let him go." Now, listen. It doesn't mean that some of these decisions aren't the right decisions. But Aaron Rodgers, no, they don't tell him. He found out that Jordy Nelson got released 
on Twitter, like on online. And he's getting sick and tired yeah. of it. So much so that he's only got a year left on his contract. See ya.